0: Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock.
2: Hello and welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios and coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, we are on 930, we are live online at pr927fm.com and you can find the show on facebook live and youtube and watch it yourself uh you can check us out at those two locations if you jump into a show middle of the show on youtube you can actually rewind it start at the beginning as it's on live on facebook live we'll archive the show immediately after its conclusion so a lot of different ways to watch and listen to us here on Pirate Radio. All right, we'll get your week started off right. We'll recap the weekend and tell you what's coming up in the world of sports and the world of East Carolina athletics. We'll dive into that with Ellerby here in just a moment. At 3.30, Ronnie Woodward from the Daily Reflector will join us to talk some Pirate football. At 4.30, Jeff Nadeau, the big man on campus, will look at what's going on in sports from a gambling perspective. And at 5 o'clock, Troy D. will be here, along with Corey Scott, his Greenville Little League All-Star team heading to Warner Robins, Georgia and trying to make it back to Williamsport as uh, if they win that regional there in that southeast regional in Georgia or come in second place at that southeast regional, they will advance to Williamsport for the Little League World Series. So we'll talk to former Pirate closer uh, Corey Scott coming up at five o'clock. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt here today chandler looks like um my creator golfer on pga 2k21 you look like you just left the course chandler you got him in a pink polo uh yeah fuchsia hot pink yeah looking good looking good uh, Shirley going tie dye today, and Jonathan Ellerby the classic polo. Hello, yes. Jonathan. Yeah,
1: white and khaki is uh, always a strong, consistent look. Clip. White and khaki never tacky. It is people. People in college, you can ask people. This is what I used to wear all the time. I, I had I had it full in my closet.
2: I have not uh, strayed from my style either. Um, either t shirt and polo and cargo shorts and hat. Got to go with the hat. Yeah, year round. You wear pretty much. Is there a day you? you don't really like to wear a hat or is it i've been hat heavy for a while now you just i mean
1: it's just like what about like when you get in a pool or water and stuff do you go hat <laughs> no. in or no
2: no and I, I don't wear a hat uh you know around the house either okay but like once i hit that door once i leave hat on oh like and it's like seatbelt and hat when, yeah. you, when you get in your car there you go gotcha gotcha yeah click click ready to go gotcha all right. Uh so there's Like people that.
4: leave their houses and they grab their keys, their yeah. jacket. You're you're grabbing your hat off the Yeah,
2: like old school, you know, men would uh put on the top hat. Yeah. I got my
4: classy cap
2: uh by the door. Is your hat
1: selection predetermined or is it just kinda like last minute whatever you want to grab? Do you uh, lay out your hat before nah, you go to
4: bed?
2: Go shirt first and then whatever kind of goes with the shirt so it's all about the shirt yeah and then the hat there you go gotcha all right so we're glad we got that cleared up That's look that's important stuff to know clip brock what else is important to know ellerby is we are in the 30s 38 38 is that right 38 days away i'm, I'm brock. playing the role of troy d are you serious it's hard to believe are you
1: kidding me you know what's gonna be happening this time next week what august oh my god oh my
4: goodness
2: yes wow so we are here, folks, and we are 38 days away from kickoff ECU and Appalachian State. You can take time off of that uh, as far as when college football begins because that'll be our favorite week of the season, week zero, kicks off prior to that. And uh, we will have, uh, I'm going to pull up the uh, the week zero schedule for this week year. zero. Because that is on Saturday, August 28th, uh, Nebraska, Illinois, Hawaii, UCLA. And other games <laughs> coming up. Week 0. At least there's four teams you recognize. Yeah. Uh, UConn, back at it. Randy Edsel, our old friend, going to get some bonuses when his team takes on Fresno State. So, Week 0 is Saturday, August 28th. East Carolina will begin their season a few days later when they take on the Mountaineers. I wonder if UConn is watching this conference realignment and
1: wondering, should we have stayed in the AAC? I uh,
2: Again, it, is it financially or is it competitive? And what makes sense? Because financially, I guess so, but like competitive-wise, they kind of just bid the bullet. They did what a lot of schools I wish would do and say, "This doesn't make sense. Let's go back in the Big East, play basketball, and do what and be who we are." Now, a lot of schools aren't doing like Maryland is not who they are. They're in the Big Ten. Rutgers, like all that Big East expansion with South Florida and all that crap. Like it didn't make any sense at all. UConn was the one, and I make fun of UConn a lot, but they finally said, "You know what? We're this isn't us. We stink at football. We're not even going to try. Let's just uh, go back to the Big East, play Providence and St. John's, and just be a basketball, be a basketball school." Instead
1: of, I mean, but if they sit there and watch, and if 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 some of the teams from the Big Twelve join forces in the American, well, they've been like, hmm, now all of a
2: sudden, yeah, again, yeah, financially, absolutely. And and they'll miss out on that, but, and we'll we'll get to that. The college football chaos. So, the uh, Texas and Oklahoma are out, but they, they put in their notice. It is they put in their four years notice, which is I mean that's pretty polite. Yeah, they didn't just split town. Although they could, I think they'll have to pay out a massive chunk of change to do that. But there's going to be some awkward meetings between Texas and Kansas State and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State for the next few years. And I go back to this, too. They came out with that stupid thing that said if a player does, like, the horns down at a te- at the sideline or whatever, it's a flag. Like, are the Big 12 really going to do that now that Oklahoma and Texas said they're out? You can do whatever you want to Texas now, right? So
1: they, that was a rule in the Big 12 on yeah. like conduct if you gave the horns down?
2: Yes. During a game? Yes. Like, after a touchdown. Like, Lance uh, – not Lance, uh Andre Allison – Did the Wolfpack sign Mm -hmm. after scoring a touchdown to, like, the state fans. Um, That's fun. That's college sports. That's rivalry. Uh, Now, are the Big 12 really going to have Texas back on this after they're splitting town? They better not. I mean
1: what's the future of the big 12 I mean it because it creates just this mass it was funny you saw the Texas and Am uh, shift during this they were like oh we would you know we're not voting for this yeah 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 to the president coming out like the day later saying you know what our teams will be ready in every sport no matter who's in our conference yeah you know and now like the big 12 the other eight teams have to pivot and I mean what were they what do they really have to offer to keep those two schools in the big 12 without being saying like, we're not worthy. You know, you, you're going to take all the TV money if you stay, or we can try to regroup and and go on our own. Um, I think the one <clears throat> thing that uh, ECU fans and AAC fans have to be ecstatic about is that Mike Oresko is our commissioner I agree because, with that. because I think he has been the rock star and the all-star in all of in my opinion of college athletics of of positioning the american athletic conference and uh, really making it i mean he he he'll stand up and talk the talk for the american and uh i applaud him for for his stances and uh, i feel like that maybe the american could come out you know much better than than where it is now but I i i don't you know, I mean, obviously it could, we could lose members as well, but I, I just feel like the American and, and, and under Mike Oresco's leadership. And um, I mean, how about even the, the four uh, moving to Dallas, you know, a couple of years ago to have the headquarters there? He in, saw or, this coming. I mean, he, he he saw that's where all the that's where the center of college football was. He's not up on an island in Providence, Rhode Island, you know, uh, you know, having his meetings and stuff. He he's down in the thick of things, following the pulse of college football. So th- there's a lot of cool stuff that that could happen in in the next. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know how all this is going to play out. Uh, if it's going to move fast or what, but well, uh, I agree with the awkwardness of, of of Oklahoma and Texas when they roll into town for football season this year.
2: And LRB's play- in his role of the positivity that this is a good thing it it could be a good or bad but what we have to hope for i think is that kansas and iowa state split town and go to the big 10 like what we need to happen is the aac stay where they are or add members i think the worst thing that could happen was the big 12 stay together and they get houston and smu and maybe cincinnati I, I, that I think would be uh, a big death blow. Th-
1: the best case scenario is that three or four of the Big Twelve members get invited get poached, to, to yeah. the, get, get somehow get invited to the ACC, Big Ten. Or the Pac-12. I don't know if any of that really fits or makes sense, but uh, if they do, and I, I wonder if the Pac-12, if they thought about, hey, do, do we want to get in the Texas Tech Baylor business, mm-hmm. you know, and get into the get into the Texas get into the Texas get into the Texas market, um, and then I, I do think there is, you know, Oklahoma State's kind of sitting there too. You could grab, that could be your three. Maybe go to the Pac-12, and that does leave. You know some of the other ones. So th- that's the interesting part. Yeah, th- what you don't want is the Big Twelve really to stay together. And you and and you got to think if any of the eight start getting offers from the Pac-12 or Big, Big 10, Ten or ACC, mm-hmm. that that their uh, their suitcases are
2: packed. Yeah, definitely. They. I, see I don't the, think they're looking the around. Ship at, is I
1: don't think they're looking around at the other <laughs> seven, being like, "Hey, let's do this together and 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 grab people." I think they're like that's
2: like Plan B or C for them. Bob Bowlesby, the Big 12 uh, commissioner, did put out a statement, and it really is just saying nothing. Like his last sentence is, the remaining eight institutions will work together in a collaborative manner to thoughtfully and strategically position the Big 12 conference for continued success, both athletically and academically, long into the future. Yes. We'll a lot that. of big words. The academics is going to be important. That it always is, number one. Uh, it's, a, it's about, you know, they are student athletes. That They are. And... Uh, he uh he actually said student athletes in the statement I And it is so
3: good.
1: Have they did Texas and Oklahoma say that the academic strength of the SEC was better than than the Big Twelve? Is that why they're really moving on? Is that was that I haven't seen talked that about
2: in writing, but I'm sure that was one of they the They like amazing. to
1: align themselves with more academically thinking schools like <laughs> Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh yeah, college football craziness, it's happening, but again, this is i don't know it's so far in advance what's gonna what is the world gonna be like like lincoln riley will be the head coach of the cowboys in 2026 Mm -hmm. steve sarkeesian will probably be at like some aac school like like everything's gonna look different then what is the what does the 12 team playoff where does that fit in to all of this realignment that's about to happen well
1: the big picture is is you know, it's seen, and you start reading the articles on the interweb there and uh, the SEC is positioning itself to get a lot of money now and a position in itself to be like a conference that ESPN spends a, a lot of dollars with. And the rest of them, um, is it going to get to the point that the SEC is so strong with that 16 that uh, are the ACC and Big Ten going to have to do a deal together to combine forces to, to, to get that amount of revenue. And, uh, I mean, you talk about so far in the future, I mean, you know, we talk TV deals, but it's really just providers at this point. You know, who, who wants to get in the content business of college athletics at that point, does Netflix <clears throat> want own, right. own the rights to the ACC? Well, you know?
2: hell, he's playing a game on Facebook this year,
1: right? So, I mean, I'm just saying, in in the big picture of things, who's going to own that? Like, the, you know, really, East, East Carolina is, you know, a majority of their stuff is ESPN Plus, yeah, and that's a real big deal, I think, with ESPN and and a lot of these uh, providers now is how much can we push on digital to uh, to to have teams? You know, we're going to have some big games you know, obviously on the main channels and stuff. But we, we want to push a lot of content on digital and get and create these other subscribing dollars and revenue.
2: Uh, Robert on Facebook Live, you can chime in, be a part of the show on Facebook Live, on YouTube, on Twitter. He says, I feel like Sankey, uh, speaking of the SEC commissioner, runs the NCAA, I will say that the SEC is the leader. I mean, think back to last year at this time. I don't know the exact time frames, but remember when all the schools and conferences were saying we're not playing football, the SEC stayed firm. They didn't say anything. They were like, well, it's business as usual. Yeah, I mean, the dates are on the calendar. <laughs> you know, it was we like my, a schedule. It's
1: like Clip Brock's birthday. Yeah, it's it's right here. We're not changing it. <laughs>
2: um, and they stayed pat, and Mike Orsco stayed pat. It was a very... Small number of conferences that didn't announce they were, you know.
1: Well, it was the Pac 12 and Big 10 that, that jumped the shark yeah. early. That and went we're out. Like,
2: we're canceling. We're canceling.
1: Yeah. You know, and everybody, and, and they're like, all right. Well, cool. We'll, we'll see you later. You know, that side of the table's empty now. You know, I think it was just last week, too, that wasn't it the SEC? That announced that uh, if a school has to, for, you know, can yeah. play because of COVID, they forfeit the game, forfeit. and then the NFL comes out like two days right. later. Yeah. you know, it's kind of like—I mean, you want to talk about who really runs the world of football? I mean. It is the SEC. They come up with these these programs and protocols and it's like, gosh, that's, that seems to make a lot of sense.
2: That's a yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I am interested to hear now what you know, what is the American philosophy going to be on COVID? Like,
1: I think Mike Oresko has just followed exactly what the SEC said. And, and look, there's no need if you want to say power six or do whatever, then follow who the real power is, which is the SEC. And I think that they're the standard, they're the bar, and, and, and you see what they do. And then because, I mean, they have all the leverage in the world, so why not just mimic what they do?
2: I mean, technically the SEC at this point is copying a page out of the American book because we have Tulsa, which is in Oklahoma, and Texas schools in the American. Sankey is now looking at what Oresco is doing and saying, hey. But the SEC doesn't have any schools in North Carolina. AAC does. Not yet. Mm. ecu to the sec <laughs> <laughs>
1: and the big question is wh- when does the pressure ever get to notre dame that they have to because the same thing with what you're saying about what does the college football playoff look like uh can notre dame survive as an independent
2: probably not and it all kind of goes back to your your tv your ways to consume media like do they when is that does that nbc deal is that like a lifetime deal like is that enough to keep them afloat or but, do they need to jump in
1: or is the SEC powerful enough to like where they can make Notre Dame irrelevant saying hey look we're play the SEC schedule of who we're playing we have we have 10 of the top 25 in the in the country every year I think
2: year. they've kind of already done that I don't know about irrelevant and I know Notre Dame is still good with Kelly and everything Brian Kelly but I do feel like on a college football Saturday, the focus is East Carolina, and then it's what SEC games on at 3.30. And you'll look at the night game, and that's usually not Notre Dame either on ABC. Uh, they usually have their own weird start time on NBC. I feel like they're overlooked in 2021 college football already. But the SEC
1: strength of schedule, an SEC 9-3 and three team is going to have a stronger case than an 11-1 Notre Dame team when it comes to the end of the year because they're going to say hey look we lost in baton rouge by six points and then you know i mean they're just going to be able to go down this and it's going to be i just don't know if notre dame's strength of schedule is ever going to be able to match that year in and year out of of what the sec school's in and the way the college football playoff is shifting it's going
2: to be that you don't necessarily
1: have to win your conference to get in you just got to be one of those
2: best 12 teams redbeard says oresco needs to stop talking and start acting i think he's just a big mouth with no action let's see if he can actually pull off what he's been talking about (laughs) all right yeah (laughs) why has he not added oklahoma state yet to the american what the hell is he doing Sitting on his couch. I really don't think the other eight are ready
1: to quite jump ship quite yet. I mean, uh, but I mean, I w- wouldn't be surprised if Fresco is. Uh, and really, I mean, it's, it's three partners sitting there. It's the AAC, whoever's left in the Big Twelve, and then ESPN's probably sitting at the table too. So you all kind of kind of work together because and, and all listen and say, well, what's our best deal? What's what? How can this thing play out? And uh, what's the future of? you know the college and, and it's going to be real interesting with this uh you know all the new things in college athletics too and the NIL and the other crazy thing with college sports too is is the transfer rule you know because you just have all these players that can transfer at least one time and not have to sit out and at, at some point you're you're like you're recruiting but yeah you're still recruiting current college players to get Come come and play. So it,
2: it's. I mean, all across the board, everybody is looking out for themselves. Whether it be the schools and the presidents, and yo. and all that. Whether it be the kid looking to leave because he didn't get enough playing time. Whether it be the coach that. Is going to get a raise if he goes to another school? Like, there's no ESPN,
1: ESPN who can get the best game on yeah, TV? Yeah, everybody's
2: on. looking out for number one, and which is why I try to stay above the weeds on all that and just enjoy the the athletics part of the football game. It, the best part. Once of you being, dive in all that other crap, LRB, it's kind of it's not very fun. The best part of being a sports
1: fan is to figure out what time the kickoff is and then turn the channel on right then and go. You're looking live <laughs> at Dowdy-Ficklin Stadium.
2: Before that, subtract four hours and listen to the Bud Light Preview Tailgate. Yeah, sure.
1: Sure. But I mean, if you don't want to get like the the weeds of like all the dynamics of who, of all the selfishness of the money of the off the season stuff. But uh, like
2: if you're looking for a good guy and all this, it's tough to find. Just root for your team and enjoy the game. It's it's just been one hypocrisy (laughs) and just lies
1: and like the the goalposts are constantly moving. It was just, I mean, really, it's why a lot of sports fans don't like politics is because. Because this is kind of the political aspect of it. And I mean, I know Texas has got a ton, a ton of, of billionaire boosters and if they wanted to, to, to start in the SEC the next year, I don't think the 76 million would be that big. I, I mean, wonder why they aren't. I don't know. Maybe that maybe they're just playing a game of poker right now saying, hey, look, well, we're, we're willing to go four years and they're just waiting to see if the other eight schools are, are going to get offers and it's going to dissolve and they're all going to come to a mutual agreement And no one, I don't know, you know, what if, as I said, what if three schools get offered to the Pac-12, you know, another one or two gets offered. I mean, West, you got West Virginia that's sitting on an island by themselves anyway, kind of in this uh, East Coast time zone. The one thing I've heard that that really kind of hurts West Virginia and all this and some of the things I've read is that, you know, it's a mountainous state, it's a, it's a unique state, but like, they don't have a lot of high access to high broadband internet. So that, I mean, that kind of hurts their...
2: That's crazy. That
1: hurts their value in this day and age. It's not the whole TV market like we saw before. But uh, because a lot of their a lot of these TV deals want to have secondary access where you're on ESPN Plus, And if that state's kind of irrelevant when it comes to that, then who knows? So Three out
2: of four hollers don't get ESPN. No, no. So uh, all the West
1: Virginia jokes play in, in, in that category. So it's going to be very, very interesting uh, how it all plays out. And uh, I, in a way, I'm excited about it because I, I would love for the AAC to add five schools and and get to that magical 16 and and, and be a super conference like the SEC.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that is the hope. Uh, You got to really retrain your brain uh, as far as what college athletics, college football, everything is now because like West Virginia to the ACC, you could say in the past well, that'll never happen. They just don't really fit in with the ACC. Well, does Boston College or Syracuse or any of those schools? Does Maryland fit in with the Big Ten? Does Rutgers fit in? Like, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, everything's on the table right now. Nothing can be said. Uh, that is impossible when it comes to college athletics, to realignment, to schools, and and where they end up. The, the, the power play is the SEC
1: schools has so many good schools. Like the ACC has a has a few, but the SEC. Top to bottom is really strong. I can only think of maybe a few matchups like your Vanderbilt's versus Missouris, or or, or just I'm trying to think of some other games. The Mississippi
2: that, schools are good every now and then, but, but, but they but, don't offer much. But the Egg I Bowl mean, is always intriguing around Thanksgiving weekend. But I mean, I but
1: but I'm just saying it, it's no. They've
2: I mean, got LSU, Florida, Georgia, Bama, uh, Auburn. They, like, I mean, they have. I mean. All the most of the honestly, school- South Carolina is kind of the black sheep. Uh, one of the black sheep. I know, but most of their schools are all named
1: after states. You just named them all. I mean, now they Kentucky. have Texas, Oklahoma. You know, Kentucky, yeah. Tennessee, Florida,
2: Georgia. I mean, it's- well, we have nice cities in the American. Sure. And we have our own state, East Carolina. <laughs> so no, <laughs> so, nah, I mean they are the uh, they're the power,
1: and they're only getting more powerful. And uh, we'll just have to see. It, it's going to be fun to watch, and uh, the fallout from it. I mean, you
2: know what's funny, LRB? The talks have been going on behind the scenes, but at this time last week, we had no idea any of this was going on, which is amazing. I, it really is, so especially in today's day that this these talks could have happened for six months. And like nobody caught wind of it or had it or anything. How did someone not hack a Zoom call during COVID with with
1: like the Texas people and Oklahoma people talking to the SEC?
2: I don't know, but I want whoever was involved in these conversations in my corner. I want to be their friend because they do not <laughs> gossip. They do. They can hold a secret.
1: Uh, uh, they can either hold a secret or they uh, take long
2: boat rides somewhere or do. Or do you now, know. if we see like dead bodies start ending up in the uh, Gulf of Mexico or i don't know down there in florida yeah i mean and
1: the sec is like an episode of the sopranos here yeah you
2: know come on let's
1: let's go for a ride you know I'll, I'll pick you up in my airplane we'll we'll go fly for dinner somewhere and talk so uh they, they it's 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 amazing and uh all the stuff that people say and uh it, it's going to be it's going to be for to me fascinating to watch
2: how it all plays out all right chandler where's our rundown board are you okay you seem i don't know you all right i asked him the same thing when he came in why are you so down something going on you don't want to talk about it all right that's fine he's like silent bob now
4: you know mondays are always a struggle okay especially when i stay at back at home because i have to get up early
2: okay just doing a long Monday for you ready for it to be
1: over with and it's
4: hot outside it is hot it's it's
1: It's july you know what next week is going to be though
4: august
2: that's right good call Does that
4: make you more excited
2: yes all right this is our last that means
4: fall camp is coming up
2: i love to do these i'll, I'll definitely tweet this out thursday but like, this is our last monday show in july thursday will be the last thursday without a football game for the rest of the year like isn't that fun to think about there'll be a yes. football game on every thursday starting next thursday who's playing the cowboys and Steelers in the hall of fame game okay uh, this will be the last Thursday without football for the remainder of 2021. Let's go. There you go. I,
4: all of a sudden, <laughs> I feel like it's Christmas.
2: We pepped you up just like that. All right, uh, LRB, have you watched uh, the Olympics? No. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I've watched one thing, and that's because I bet on it it's it has, i have zero interest i know in i can't like, find a lot of motivational watch it either like i have i don't even
1: know who like the stars are and i, I listen to a lot of pirate radio so i know the basketball team lost because i heard about the guy talking about it today but no, i just i have i think the olympics had their time is passed and uh i mean all the sports that matter for the olympics like track and gymnastics and swimming they have like world championships so I really don't know, other than it's like, it's another big made-for-TV and media event where they try to make a ton of money. Um, I, I don't really see the appeal. You know, the NBA has the world championships. I don't know why golf is even an Olympic sport at all. And then I know two golfers got COVID and aren't participating in it because golf is the most international sport. John Rom, John stopped Rom stop Rom's getting time. COVID. Yeah, I and mean, What, a month? Yeah. I can't really think of, like, you used to, I mean, the Olympic stories used to be cool because they would have these athletes that really sacrificed a lot and, you know... Well, for them they to, still do. And to get on a Wheaties box and other stuff. But... But there's too much of the professional. Don't care anymore. There's too much of the professional athletes in the Olympics. Yeah, too, but, but too that's, mu-
2: that's, that's it, not a good argument. And there's many, a lot that aren't LRP. And too much politics in, in the Olympics, too. What about, but yeah, but I don't know. The that, biggest you argue- just aren't into it. I don't know if those reasons are valid. I think that's why the ratings are at all-time low. I mean, well, I think, I think
5: the uh, also because there's such a massive time difference. I mean, there's like a 13-hour difference between Tokyo time and here, And you never know what's on and what's live and what's being replayed. So it makes it difficult because I was – I keep up with some of the Olympic sports, softball being one of them, and I didn't even know there was a game on last night until I happened to flip on the channel, and there it was. And I ended up watching USA play Japan in a thrilling come-from-behind walk-off home run uh, for the United States. So they're in the gold medal game now. But, you know – I also think that if it was an Olympics that was in more aligned with our time zones, it would be more interesting to watch.
2: Americans, myself included, are not good with international time zones. That that, That is correct.
1: They're terrible. That's another thing that I agree with Shirley. That's another thing that's hurting it because with the internet and everything, no one. I mean, I never go home. I never record a game and want to go home and watch it. I've recorded East Carolina football games and I will go home and watch it if I want to see... The end, or a play or something that I, that I want to go about. But I would never, like, don't tell me what the score is. I'm not going to watch it because yeah. it's just too tempting just to look and see see what it is. It, the time zone is a deal, and then I also, the checking the scores are too. But I also, I mean, if you want to give the Olympics a little bit of a defense, is that uh, there also wasn't a traditional buildup to it because of COVID. The, the big news was, and you the know, delay of of like you know not having fans and then who's going who's not so there there was a little bit of that but as I say it gets back to my original point the Olympics has passed its time yeah. of usefulness
2: yeah it's kind of like um Texas and Oklahoma in the Big Twelve it's like Saturday Night Live and late night talk shows yep. we've had this discussion before they used to be institutions and now it's just like a dinosaur yeah
1: Letterman and Leno and yep. I, I don't know I mean and the guys that filled in after them have. have had their little bit of you know splash with it but i just don't think
2: but then it all just became like a political show which right. like we're you know well and on, i mean enough and, of. And
1: honestly content and everything's been moving to youtube and all these other places it's just just it's same thing with your six o'clock
2: and yeah your, i saw an article about and, and i'm a big podcast fan podcasts have hurt those too because that's where i get my comedy now right mm-hmm. i don't have to go to the late night talk show well and
1: it gets back to your point those shows became more political and less comedy so and then so if you want to just go find your own your real comedy then you go seek out uh, the the comedy yeah. on a podcast or somewhere too so there's there's a lot of that all in play and uh so no i have not watched any olympics do not plan to watch any <laughs> all right not not because i'm protesting or anything but i just don't
2: lrb is protesting history. the olympics you heard yeah. it here first I, it's because
1: i just don't find it interesting or, or worth or value of my time
2: mike said the sec oklahoma texas meetings took place in the mountains of west virginia where there's no outside communication That's see very good De- mike. dead on
1: mike well, i mean well he's done. that's the guy that's that's thinking where there's no uh, broadband internet or or anything
2: all right cell service our final uh final thing here on the rundown friday night lights so saturday night uh judy asked me if we have hulu and i was like here's what we have netflix disney plus espn plus amazon prime freaking peacock paramount plus i got everything but hulu and apple tv so i can't watch lasso which i'll probably end up getting that crap so she wanted to watch a show on hulu we get hulu we realized the damn show don't come out until mid-August, so <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm gonna wa- find something on Hulu, and I started watching Friday Night Lights. Now, who here has watched Friday Night Lights? I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. I've Ronnie Woodward has. I read the book. Ronnie Woodward. We'll talk about it with Ronnie. Um, pretty good show. It's like it's football. It's a high school drama, but the high schoolers are like 38 years old so you don't feel too creepy about watching it it's kind of like 90210 yeah kind of yeah you got luke perry who's a 42 year old um but no it's uh it's a pretty good show so i watched that on hulu over the weekend that's my new binge that i'm going with i've got to watch it yeah you've never watched I've it i never seen Think it. Of me right up your alley
4: i know but that's why i want to watch it yeah okay. what,
1: can you get apple plus tonight and give us a review on ted last why the Netflix? hell
2: not why not just get everything
1: I mean, you're like a subscription junkie. <laughs> I am. And, you need to go to a meeting. And it's
2: killing me. Finan- I, I'll never financially recover from this. My no name's exam. Clip,
1: and my debit card gets hit every day with some sort of subscription fee. So, LRB. hey, Clip. <laughs>
2: you're not a TV guy, LRB. Are you watching any shows right now? Any no, programs? I can't tell you.
1: The, I mean, we got we got hooked in on the the Ozarks during COVID, yeah. but like need I, a new season of that. Yeah, I, I have watched the first season of Ted Lasso, and it was hysterical and i am looking forward to somehow dialing into ted lasso the new season but and i might and <laughs> wait I, a minute
2: so you mean getting a password and doing it illegally or you said that very strangely uh, diving uh, into diving
1: season two. into season two maybe i know people <laughs> that, that might want to watch it together and uh so all we'll right see. chandler are you watching anything
4: um no not at the moment uh i want to get back into the sopranos yeah i want to give that a second chance and I watch then, that. Um, tonight me and my roommate are going to watch i think the new space jam okay with, with uh, lebron james it's on hbo max
2: we'll have uh, a review of space jam which i love I just
4: got done watching the first one because i never had seen the original one
2: i love Man. the new trend of all these adults saying space jam 2 sucks like it's made for them like are you going to go watch more cartoon movies and review those? Like why <laughs> what did you think it was going to be? Who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> hey, that Jessica Rabbit was a good-looking gal. All right, Ellerby. thanks for hanging out. See you next See week. you in August. That's right. No more fo- you know football every Thursday. What I'm hearing uh, starting next week. Yes. Next time we talk, there will be a game on Thursday from now to the end. Cowboys, which I know you know. He, How
6: about them cameras?
2: Brian Bailey, having him. Where on. the hell is Brian Bailey? He's not answering my text. I think he's on an island somewhere. He sent me an email today. Well, maybe, maybe i not, should email him.
1: maybe he's not back in town
2: <laughs> he was born in west virginia so maybe he doesn't have broadband ability to communicate yet. yes all right and we're all putting this all together now hopefully next monday brian bailey will rejoin the show but coming up next ronnie woodward from the daily reflector will join me inside the pirate radio studios we'll talk some pirate football some uh, college football uh, regarding the state of north carolina i believe ronnie was at an event were you at an event Okay, he was at an event. We'll tell you about that college football event, who was there, what was said, and uh, everything else going on when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this.
0: Rid Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University UniversitySportswearENC.com Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University UniversitySportswearENC.com The official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio for 18 years. Now we'll let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Barratt.
2: Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Next hour, we'll talk to the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. Talk football. Talk a little uh, NBA draft props and more. Going to be a draft coming up later this week at five o'clock. Troy D and Corey Scott will be here. Hey, the Phil Steele magazine has made its way. Tw- I'm mean to ask Ellerby, do we have a a uh, Phil Steele magazine in the Pirate Radio building yet? Uh, but ronnie has his ready to go in case i have a question about san jose state yeah they can pull up that information real quick
6: their week three spread from like 2015 (laughs) love that love looking back at old spreads boxes on the bottom are the best
2: yeah uh ronnie woodward is here hello ronnie what's up nothing
6: i'm uh tired as i told you and chandler in the break here what you been doing uh my nephew's at cliff godwin camp this week my sister and nephew are here staying with us all week okay and it's tiring like i was just in the stands kind of watching that heat
2: will suck the life out of you
6: and he's ready to roll we went to the playground today after camp uncle ronnie yeah i'm i'm uncleing it up all week (laughs) and i'm already tired this monday afternoon
2: Well, there you go. So, Cliff camp still rolling on. Yeah. How about that?
6: It's fun. They do a really good job. He's on Ryder Giles' team. Okay. He's his his coach for the week, him and his other group. Ryder was awesome, so I get good faith in uh, his team. They had a scrimmage, and they kicked butt, which my nephew told the other team about it.
2: Oh, is he a trash talker?
6: No, but, like, the other players were, like, kind of egging it on, (laughs) and he says well y'all he didn't say stink I was like y'all stink we just won 16 to 2 and i'm like hey jordan like
3: <laughs> chill so I, had man. To, I had to
6: have a talk after the camp well what happens if you lose by 14 tomorrow you don't want the kids to tell you about it right true he if said, you well, dish
2: it out you got to take it
6: yeah so he said we didn't we won by more than 14. i'm like that's not the point dude <laughs> like, so, so yeah i'm working on my uncle
2: man these kids today with their online gaming and the <laughs> yeah. trash talk but it is nice to see they uh they take it out in the real world and don't just talk behind a fake username online
6: now he was if
2: you're gonna talk you got to say it to their face so at least he was telling
6: the kid the score and why they won and i was just all right man let's move on here We, we don't need to do that
2: all right we're watching the basketball tournament and it's coming down the wire although i did just see there's some mixed doubles ping pong on nbc sports network ronnie what do you want to watch we got a tie game with 345 left in hoops or we could go mix of doubles ping pong.
6: So I'm anti LRB on this one. I love the Olympics, especially the summer.
2: Like, I was leaning towards so ping I mean, pong anyway. Let's do it. All ping right.
6: pong too, definitely.
2: So you've been watching the Olympics?
6: Uh, as much <laughs> no, no, as much <laughs> as I can. As much, I got a two month old at home too, but um, as much as I can, for sure. I like I like it.
2: For sure. All right. Um, Which,
6: I don't think I'm gonna open this up on the the air in this debate, but. Uh, I have a good Olympics hot take that used to be a hot take. It's, I mean, it's it's a long. Well, you got to say it now. <laughs> the greatest Olympian of all time. There you go. With?
2: Um, I guess Michael Phelps.
6: Yeah. I can I can always argue another person, but it's kind of a long winded argument. Who? So well,
2: like, just say the name.
6: I think Usain Bolt is the yeah. greatest Olympic.
2: Okay, athlete. I don't really have like um passion about this topic so i don't really care
6: i like the track stuff yeah my the premise to me in general the short version is that i know phelps has like a million medals and if you go just on like well he's won the most medals totally get it but as we see in this commercial here especially in the olympics you're talking about a world not everybody can swim not everybody has access to a pool it's kind of an access everybody can run literally like what do you do like i have a, obviously a baby at home she's gonna learn to crawl and then walk and then run mm-hmm. everybody can run 98 99 mm-hmm. percent of the world can run in okay. every country right. and this dude and became he's the best of all time. the best person to ever run <laughs> like see, i mean he did yeah
3: like and okay when you're, when i see you're, your point when
6: you're a kid what do you do you play tag you don't say like hey man let's go practice the butterfly you know like and he became the greatest tag player ever basically
2: all right that's not a bad take yeah. I'm anybody there. can do it uh john moody says the best olympiad of all time is kurt
6: angle that's <laughs> that's a good call grace intro dun, 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 is, dun, 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 right. but the phelps thing's hard to argue i get the medals definitely
2: he's uh well you can't argue he's the most decorated yeah. of all time correct i just
6: think what usain bolt did was pretty amazing considering that everybody can run in every country pretty much some br- I- go ahead channel i sat a couple rows back of scott hamilton at a
4: tennessee titans game before there you go diver hey. right uh ice skater
6: ice skater <laughs>
2: <laughs> he dove into the ice which was i think incredible
6: here we go see i i can get into this stuff I think it's
2: doubles cool. ping pong shirley you in uh you in on this at all this is awesome they should have cornhole at the olympics
6: doubles ping shut pong? up
2: Chandler
5: oh i love the ping pong they're insane i was
2: wondering where the second person stood oh, he's she's way getting, off the table she's oh yeah they're, they're way up in the air yep.
5: watch watch how they do this <laughs> i mean, it's just insane
2: holy moly yeah it's coming in oh, hot man. baby and um, i
5: mean they get really close to the table
2: right now zoo and lou are taking on matizu and lee and it is a uh, a battle for the ages right now he's got the goggles on the james worthy protective eye gear in case a ball comes up and hits him in the eye all of a sudden glass breaks
5: he's here.
6: forrest gump is here.
2: uh what sports should be in the olympics that's not ronnie
6: hmm i don't i don't have much for that one okay i don't know
4: think about it what do you think about yeah. cornhole
6: They they kind of have that already now right no not in the well olympics. they have they a have they like have a league no, but we're saying. In, the
2: olympics. Yeah. in the olympics
6: yeah
2: nothing comes no. to
4: mind
6: I mean, I could tell you one that about, they should get rid of. I don't know if like, cornhole
4: is a global sport, though. How about yeah. world, champ,
2: uh, world champion arm wrestling in the Olympics?
5: I would be down Just for that. a
2: lot
4: of arms break.
5: How about Scrabble? How about get rid of speed walking? Why yeah. is that an Olympics? Monopoly.
2: We need to get rid of speed. Oh, and I brought this up on Friday because somebody said, should poker or blackjack be an Olympic event? I think it would be cool. To see the world's best poker players play, but Morgan Ayler said, you play for money. Yeah. (laughs) And and I was like, oh, yeah, they don't care about a medal.
6: And and Cornhole kind of comes into play with that, too. Like, I don't know. It's like a tailgating social type thing.
2: Yeah, but so are these. Uh, Shirley just said, "Why are we walking in the Olympics? <laughs>
6: yeah, Speed walking? I can't get down with that. That's one. just ridiculous." Know.
2: There are some of these sports that are just stupid, but oh. whatever.
6: I just love the serves on this. I know. Oh, that's just oh, they stare at the ball. We, like, we should
2: just do a live yeah. watch along for this. Yeah. The rest of the yes. uh I'm the sure time.
6: people are loving this. What what is this? Uh,
5: what what channel is this on?
2: NBC Sports Network. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can pull it up over there. Uh,
6: um all right that's just crazy look 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 now he's got oh Oh, what is this he's gonna stare at the ball really closely for like three seconds i
2: didn't know they threw it so high up like when i play i just
6: kind of i I got yeah i just kind of pop it a
5: little
2: just a little pop pop what are they looking at do they have plays on their hands (laughs) i like their uniforms those look good
6: let's go here
2: so we got china and japan right now i mean uh, they're
6: they're
5: like in stances like if you were actually playing tennis
2: if i'm reading the scoreboard correctly it is two to two there it is and they are in the third (laughs) game here we go boom lefty serve
5: oh Oh, that was nice are you kidding me
2: the girl was closest to the table i guess she saw that she wasn't gonna have a shot she ducked and the guy behind her hit the ball Oh, but,
5: Ooh, but it, it didn't. He it didn't get did he? enough spin on it. <laughs> man. That well, was nice.
4: Man. What a great sport! What well, I was actually about to comment how you, there's how two you, people on each end of the table. I would knock somebody over. Like I would, I would forget I had a partner. Well, and I teamwork like, is
6: key here.
5: How, yeah. does, how does he not hit himself in the head?
2: Brad,
6: look says, how close uh,
2: he's,
5: he is uh, to the table.
2: Which I'm not a fan of this sport, but he said competitive eating. Joey Chestnut uh, yeah. <laughs> would oh, dominate. Wow. And bring home finally an Olympic hero we can get behind uh, for an American. Yeah, that's true. All right, Shirley, we got to get a timeout. We'll come back. We'll have more with Ronnie Woodward. We'll talk about real stuff that eventually. That was a great segment. That right, yeah, was nothing. That was a, a big waste of everyone's time. I like it. Uh, we will, uh, we'll talk some pirate football and more when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this.
0: listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear now back to the show
5: welcome back tommy's express car wash come experience the difference at tommy's now open at the corner of Greenville boulevard and red banks road doesn't your car deserve it Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock.
2: All right, uh, some Washington football team news. The Washington football team has signed Jonathan Allen to a four-year extension. So they are, it appears, let all-pro Brandon Sheriff walk on the offensive line and try to sign all those defensive players that they've drafted. He is a defensive lineman, and uh, that is their M.O. right now. They uh, have a top-five defense that they have put together, and they're going to try to keep all those intact, and uh, hopefully Chase Young will be a Washington Guardian for the remainder of his career. What do you think about the Guardian's name, Ronnie?
6: I don't mind it.
2: So it's got yeah. – it's it sounds – it's weird, when you first hear it yeah it does have some relevance for clevelanders and really when you think about it uh, we get accustomed to these names so we think they're fine but just think of 20 in 2021 washington says okay we're gonna be the washington burgundy socks how stupid is that yeah but the white Sox and red Sox, we we don't even bat an eye when we say those names yeah they're named after socks
6: that's
2: true and we just go with it because we've heard it our entire lives yeah so when you look at that and i tweeted that and then brian Medor said something about yeah and uh and also there's a team named after homeless people dodging the trolley is that what well, the dodgers are named after uh, <laughs> like i, I didn't know. know i don't know what uh, i questioned the same exact thing i don't know um so, we've got all these dumb names. Trolley Dodgers. The Trolley Dodgers. Um, due to the complex maze of trolley cars that weaved its way through the borough of Brooklyn. Yeah. So, that's how they came up with the name Dodgers. Like, if you're not an animal name or whatever, like, it's, it's probably a stupid name when you go back and look yeah. at why... It's created,
6: and it's lose-lose. They I could know. Have picked an awesome name, and people are going to rag it. Sure, Twitter and the whole thing. Like, so just
2: it's... remember that when Washington comes out with their dumb name, that we have just accepted Aren't they the Guardians. I'm talking about football now, Cleveland Guardians.
6: Who's that? Oh, the baseball team. You okay? I thought you're talking about the Washington. I called Guardians. them the
2: Washington Guardians as a joke because uh, they're changing their name. No, I thought that legitimately Cleveland...
6: was what the football team did.
2: Wait, you thought Cleveland and Washington <laughs> called their team the Guardians? I just
6: saw somebody was called the Guardians, and I figured yeah, the it was... Cleveland Indians are okay. going to be the Cleveland
2: I didn't Guardians. Know that. Roddy's been in uncle mode. Hey, give him a break.
6: Yeah, I didn't know that.
2: Chandler, you're going to pick on this guy like we pick on you? No. Okay. All right. I feel
4: his pain.
6: I'll, I'll take it.
2: Whatever. Oh man. So uh um, so
6: Washington's still on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sometimes <laughs> my the guardians sometimes
2: <laughs> my sarcasm <laughs> and statements uh right. are not picked up on. I got and, it. And that was a case of that. Back on track. Um all right, we're closing out this hour. I promise we will talk ECU football when we return. But uh as we wrap up our number one here. So that was in the news. Chandler, um Madden has named their top ten receivers uh for the new game. I don't maybe we shouldn't go top 10. How many of the top 5 receivers uh ratings do you think you can name? I got to find the list Top again.
4: The, uh top 5
2: in the NFL.
4: DeVonte Adams.
2: Uh DeVonte Adams comes in at number 1 at 99 wow. overall.
4: Wow. Very good. Uh I'm going to go um is DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins comes in wow. at number 2, 98 overall.
3: This is like overall. family feud. Wow. Family feud. Ding.
6: Yeah. Can Survey you Can you set? Name the 3? mr harvey uh i'm gonna go oh crap Crap. you've set a high
2: precedent here son.
6: keenan mccardell
4: now i'm
2: thinking too hard i should ask ronnie because he (laughs) is the king of random answers Uh, wayne (laughs) krabbit
4: uh i'm trying i gotta is dk metcalf up there
2: nah i don't know if he made the top 10 uh dk metcalf did not make the top 10
6: uh who was third
2: uh, you wanna throw out any more guesses? You want me to tell you? Go ahead. Uh number three at a ninety eight rating is Tyree Kill. Mm. Number four after a huge year last year is Stefan Diggs with a ninety seven. A little surprised here. Yeah. But the old man still has it apparently. Larry F- no, hell no. <laughs> I
3: was about to say Larry Larry Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald is fifth.
2: <laughs> Julio Jones still getting some credit is ninety five overall. Wow. Uh the Tennessee, Tennessee Guardians.
6: You could have got me.
2: Number six is Michael Thomas, followed by Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper. Get the hell out of here. Mike Evans, Allen Robinson. I'll take Terry McLaurin over those bums. I probably not. But Amari Cooper
4: that uh, list.
2: That's why actually why I saw it, because on my timeline the question was who got snubbed and somebody posted a gif of DJ Moore, which is why I saw that list. So there is the. Uh, I have not played Madden in a million years.
6: Same
2: here. uh Redbeard points out that the Cleveland Guardians.
6: Yeah, I saw it. that's pretty cool actually.
2: Have a uh, a roller derby team. It's a name of a roller derby team. There could be. uh Oh, they got a cool Ooh. logo and everything. Their logo is cooler than the baseball logo. <laughs> and uh so
6: they can change their colors
2: now. They, they, they might think? have to sue. And nah, they're gonna San stick San with the same Sharks colors. Or uh we got a lot of future guardians that uh, are former pirates. Yeah. Benton, Cadell, and Gavin Williams. They're I kinda one.
6: like the history of that name.
2: I yeah, have you seen guardians. like the statues with the bridge and everything? Like Yeah. So I like it. All right, Ronnie's on board with the Guardians. Yep. Second time out, we'll come back. We uh I'm not joking this time. We will talk East Carolina football okay. when like we return it. with Ronnie Woodward. As he joins us on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back after this.
0: PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one time donation, and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year consider helping a neighbor with guc's neighbor to neighbor program now let's head back in to pirate radio live here's your host clip brock
2: all righty back with you on pirate radio live here on a monday got Corey scott joining troy d and i coming up in uh, hour three of today's show nice. his greenville little league all Stars set to go to the southeast regional in warner robbins georgia uh looking at our shows later this week coming up on tuesday amanda houston will join us uh and talk about the ladies clinic coming up so uh, we'll talk to the coach's wife amanda houston uh, will be on the program wednesday we'll say goodbye to nolan knight yeah who is headed to alabama huntsville alabama to be exact to take over a sports director job there so nolan knight from wnct channel 9 will say his goodbyes on wednesday also harry donahue who sounds like he has a NFL Films voice? Uh, maybe the best voice in the American will join us to talk Temple football. Best voice, worst team. Uh, we'll join us coming up on Wednesday to talk about that. Pirates finally getting over the Temple bugaboo last year. Yeah, we'll see uh, what's next for Rod Carey and the Owls. Also, Will Bland going to join us. Going to try to start mixing in some high school football coaches. The season didn't end that long ago. That's true. And yeah. now they're cranking up for another one. So, Will Bland will join us on Wednesday. On Friday, we'll talk to Dave Woloshin. Get the Motion in the Ocean with Dave Woloshin. He is the voice of the Memphis Tigers. Nice. So, they are back on the schedule. We talked to Ted Pardee last week, Ronnie, and we'll talk Memphis football. Seems like we had not had those teams on the schedule in a while. Has it been two years since we had those teams?
6: Yeah, because they had, like, the SMU... I'm trying to think of who the other west tulsa crossover tulsa uh a couple navy, of those are navy. off uh navy's on the schedule again this year um, i think ecu and navy are partners because location wise they play every year pretty sure about that
2: i'm gonna say no no okay. i don't think we've played navy every year but i might be wrong
6: maybe there's just a run of playing
2: anyway it just feels like we haven't seen uh memphis in a while yeah so we'll talk uh to the uh tigers play by play voice dave all right, Ronnie. You were at uh, an event. When was this event?
6: It was Friday.
2: Okay. The and
6: Bill Dooley Pigskin Preview.
2: Now this Scary. happens every year. I always see pictures of it and people talk about it. I, I was kind of surprised to see it was going on this year in person, and I thought it was really cool that it was. So, explain this event. There's different coaches from uh, across the state of North Carolina, right?
6: Yeah, it's mainly the Triangle guys: uh, Cutcliffe, Doran. Mac Brown, to ACC guys. The Wake Forest coach isn't there. Um, I think because there's certain counties, high school counties, like Pitt, uh, Durham, Orange, Wake, Wake, or whatever, you know, whatever they're uh, at. And it's really a fundraiser. The A&T coach is there, North Carolina A&T, and then the ECU coach because of the Pitt County angle. But it's 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 really a neat event at its core is raising money for scholarships for high school one high school kid for each of those counties. I think it's either four or five counties um, of a, a senior, usually a senior football player um, who gets it. There's a kid from Conley, I think, last year that got it for Pitt County, and then a kid from Aiden Grifton that got it this year. And he ended up winning the, the big scholarship they give among the each county. They pick one for the whole state. A um, kid from Aiden Grifton, Alfonso Boyd. Got that. So that's really what it is. They auction off some helmets, it's kind of a donor type thing. Each school brings some donors. They have a big kind of uh, on-site, like on-the-fly auction of some gear, and it goes to give some scholarships, to some high school kids. And then they usually just um, have like a forum with the coaches that are there, the college coaches, and they ask them like cool stuff, like how'd you meet your wife, and like what's your favorite sports movie, and so it's not media days football it, it's more of a, a fundraiser of uh everybody's like whatever.
2: smiling chuckling yeah. laughing having yeah, a you, good time you've been
6: there. everybody's at the table and they're like all right turn in your card and there's always a media table
2: it's like their last uh like fun moment before yeah. they get into crazy yep. football coach like mode. relaxed yeah. like
6: yeah so i enjoyed it just for that i got mike houston for a few minutes afterwards and i asked him some Kind of different things. I didn't really want to ask about, you know, the backup running back or the tight end position. You know, I, I kind of kept it loose and, and whatever as well, because that's kind of what the theme of the event was. So um, I'll have some stuff running this week, actually, I think starting tomorrow in the next few days um, on some of that. So it was cool. right. But I did get Cutcliffe one on one as well, David Cutcliffe at Duke, because chase bryce was their starting quarterback last year and chase bryce now is probably going to be the starting quarterback at app state
2: and yeah i'm sure he had nothing but glowing things <laughs> to say about him just as he did scotty montgomery
6: he, yeah his uh, former got, offensive coordinator yeah a few years ago on um, scotty montgomery but um, no he uh he was cool yeah and i'll, I'll have a story about it I, i'll ask mike houston i asked mike houston about it as well um and uh but cutcliffe basically said he thinks he'll be better prepared as a starter Now, at app than he was when he first got to Duke because he was basically Trevor Lawrence's backup for three years Um, and looked really good and talented as a backup, but he kind of got thrown in at Duke last year and, you know, first-time starter pretty much, and he turn the ball over too much. Cutcliffe didn't say that, but I can say that when you look at the stats and stuff. I think
2: it's been pretty remarkable what he's been able to do at Duke, but I feel like they they peaked a few years ago. I just don't know if they'll be able to get back to their winning ways.
6: It's not the easiest job in the world. Um, I I just kind of think. But yeah, so um that was cool it was, it was nice to get cutcliffe's insight and he was super nice to me and said i told him what i'm doing hey man i cover ecu kind of want to ask you about this guy and he said oh yeah let's talk and got a few minutes so. did you
2: ask him if they have a shot to get arch manning
6: i didn't
2: no <laughs> i'm gonna say no is the answer to that i always yeah. hear at that event ronnie about how much the helmets are auctioned for yeah and uh so what was the where did ecu fall into that do you remember? I
6: can't. I want to say a lot of them were in the like two thousand ish range. They were all pretty close. Yeah, was there say, one
2: above the rest?
6: So NC State had three different people bid three thousand each
2: because they had the uh, red slobber and wolf hat helmet, right? But
6: ECU's looked really good too. I think it was a new one. It was it was slick. It looked good. I thought those two were the best. I, I thought just kind of looked the coolest. But yeah, e, uh, NC State totaled nine thousand, which is pretty awesome. Wow, just three times three. Um, I think ECUs went for, yeah, 22, 24, somewhere in there. They were all in that same kind of two to 3,000 range. But it was interesting. Tory Holt was there and Dre Bly was there. So they kind of had some fastballs in the crowd that you could tell purposely, like Tory Holt was one of the 3,000s because he was kind of bumping it up so the other fans would keep going <laughs> like auction style. And Dre Bly did the same thing. So ECU needed like a they needed Chris Jeff Johnson Blake, there. Somebody in there to kinda of up the game a little bit. Um so that yeah, it was a little bit of a cheat code, but again, <laughs> it's to raise money and it's all a good cause. So hey, if you're gonna get people to to go up on the auction then then do it. So um yeah, N C State won the won that prize uh, monetarily for sure. But uh it was fun, it was a cool event
2: ronnie woodward joining us here inside the pirate radio studios we've been doing our position previews with i go and i believe uh i go we're going to give him thursday off this week because yeah, he, uh, he is on to. baby watch i he believe is. he is set to join us tomorrow as we will talk uh corners and safeties so we'll talk secondary and we've just about hit everything at this point ronnie i think the biggest all right i'll ask you a question what is the uh what position group is the best for east carolina 2021 If you could pick one group and Mm -hmm. says this is their strength, what would it be?
6: Man, that's
3: okay.
2: I'll let you think for a minute. In years past, it's almost always been wide receivers. That
3: that was my my But I
2: don't know if—I don't think that's the answer this year. I I think um, you—go ahead.
3: I thought
6: maybe uh, receiver—I would say, by the way, there's— a good or not a good chance but you might be on phone watch like you were with me remember you yeah. texted me and you're like, hey can four o'clock work oh tomorrow? true yeah. and i was like yeah yeah i'll be there and then i called you like an hour later i you're might like, have a hey, contingency man, plan i'm yeah. heading to the hospital i think i go on that plan this true week. um anyway um uh i mean linebackers i like
2: i like I, I, I like linebackers and i would say i think I would take running backs right now, even though there's only no, two, and even right. though they've only had one year, I would say they uh, maybe you could argue QB, uh, depending on Mason Garcia and yeah, what's behind holding. If you're just
6: thinking like talent wise, yeah. like quarterbacks, I think. But I
2: would take running backs out of any of the other offensive position groups right now. Yeah. And I love, I've been raving about the linebackers, Xavier Smith. Yeah. I'm a big Bruce Bivens guy. See what Ram Sewer can do. Jeremy Uh,
6: Lewis is kind of a wild card. Yeah,
2: and it kind of depends on, too. Do you count, like, a Jaira Wilson or Stringer as a linebacker or a DB? Do you count Lewis as a linebacker or a DN? He's an outside linebacker, technically. So, I like that linebacker group that they put together.
6: I'm with you. No, we're on the same page. And running back makes – the only thing why I didn't think running back, just the depth. Usually it's like, oh, they have three, four, five guys. We don't know
2: really anybody right now. Behind
6: the two, it's, you know, if one or two of those guys get hurt, that all of a sudden goes from a big strength to a big weakness
2: but the hope is the thought is we didn't really know harrison mitchell at this time last year exactly yeah so maybe there's a couple more of those guys on this roster
6: yeah
2: uh whether it's Jemoni, jamone or uh pop uh, those newcomers that have come in
6: i and i say quarterback i was stuck in my mind only because uh i was looking when i was filling out my preseason poll the other day Obviously, I use the handy Phil Steele. Um, the quarterbacks in this league: uh, Desmond Ritter, Dillian Gabriel, Cincinnati, UCF. I'll give you a first team, second team in the preseason. Can you name the third or fourth in the Phil Steele preview? Because um,
2: probably not by name, but I'll just say like SMU and Houston. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, wait, wasn't Holden Aylers up there?
6: Aylers is third. Yeah, yeah. So fourth when i saw that i was just like whoa um evidently there's not many quarterbacks say navy
2: or south florida
6: i mean there's no way i think you could get honestly. i'm
2: just thinking of teams really at this point i'm not gonna say tulsa um
6: i don't know if it's right i'm I'm running
2: out of teams
6: cade fortin south florida
2: yeah i don't know who that is
6: I mean, yeah. Like I, I mean. So uh, this. Uh, so basically, like all the teams you mentioned, like Memphis, man, well, somebody from Tulsa, new SMU
2: is going to end new up new throwing eight thousand yards this year. So
6: Oklahoma transfer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's just a lot of new quarterbacks, which is why I think well, ECU has an experienced quarterback, very experienced quarterback, and a talented freshman. So like yeah, but league, you're okay. There's value in that. There is. You know, is what I was thinking if everybody mostly in the league is breaking in a new starter well you got a dude that started for however many years you know three years working on four years i mean that's um that's why i thought quarterback because of the talent and experience combo
2: Shirley, uh, let's get a break in. we'll come back we'll have more football talk we also have a question from was it robert who asked it let's see it was oh johnny our basketball guy what's ronnie hearing about hoops leading up to the fall so we got some more football talk we'll talk some pirate basketball and uh, a little bit more one more segment to go with ronnie woodward after this
0: hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Come out to Granger Stadium this season and cheer on your Downey's Wood Ducks. Get your tickets now at woodducksbaseball.com. Or give them a call at 686-5164. We'll see you at Granger Stadium for Wood Ducks baseball all season long. Go Woodies! Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Cliff Brock. All right, one more segment to
2: go with Ronnie Woodward, who joins us here in the Pirate Radio studios. We're talking pirate football as we... uh went to break and ronnie you uh so you filled out a media poll for the aac this year is right. there any in-person media days no okay
6: no nope, it's virtual
2: now in years past uh, this is kind of typical ronnie he likes to go off the radar with things Yep. you you tend to not take the favorite Yep. and go with a uh a of bit thing. of a wild card team yeah two years ago it was smu
6: which was awesome they uh they didn't win but they made it interesting till the end. They were right there yeah. at the end of they the season. They lost to Memphis basically in a team game that would have got them to the championship game.
2: Last they, year you went with Navy yeah. which came crumbling down week 1 when they got destroyed by BYU which is a no, non-conference game. That's but.
6: incorrect. They started off like 3-0 or 4-0 <laughs> they were against who? Place. They they were uh I can look it up. Like they were in first place for the first half of the year and then they I don't think... One,
2: game okay, games, they so. beat East Carolina without Holt Nailers. I do remember that game.
6: They beat Tulane. They beat Temple. They beat <laughs> ECU. They started 3-0. Okay. All right. They started 3-0, and, and then they finished 3-7. and seven.
2: Yeah, right, because they played real teams.
6: But they were in first place for a little bit.
2: Ronnie, that was a terrible pick. No, it
6: was. It was. It okay. Was. I, right. I agree, for sure.
2: This year, I'm disagreeing with you. This was yeah. the year... To make the sexy pick, and you didn't, and I'm shocked. I know, I couldn't do it. So you you pick Cincinnati like everybody else when clearly it's a, I think there's a top tier that includes Cincinnati and UCF.
6: That's it, yeah.
2: How did how did you not go against Cincinnati and take UCF? Gus Malzahn, they're going to score I, seventy points a game.
6: I know. I'm with Dylan you. Gabriel. I'm with you. Wow, but Cincinnati's so good on defense. Um. I was close. Trust me. I was close. I agree. I think there's there's two teams who are top 25 caliber, really, really good national teams. And I think there's a big drop off at whoever else finishes third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Yeah. Um, But I couldn't do it. I don't know. I, I think that might be the unanimous pick. Like, if I'm not going to pick against Cincinnati, I don't know who might. Yeah. So I didn't want to... I would really be out on a limb if it was I was the only one out of whatever I guess, but and but
2: it, you took SMU and Navy. We're talking about UCF, yeah, like a good team. I know you I had know. the opportunity to go A against the green and B maybe have your best shot ever to hit it. Yeah, and you took the pitch.
6: I I yep. <laughs> I, I I'm not thrilled about it. Trust me, I'm not. I'm not thrilled.
2: That tells me you I really believe to. Cincinnati is set to run the table again.
6: I mean, I. I don't think run in the conference table. play, but yes, I think I don't know who else can beat either of those teams. Was kind of my thinking. So then I was like, okay, well UCS going to play Cincinnati, which is at Cincinnati. I put way too much time and effort into this, and I was like, I don't know if they can go in there. So I'm going to take Cincinnati.
2: Do you think? Because this is really important. Will Cincinnati be top 25 preseason? You got to think they will, oh, right? For sure. Yeah will they be top 20? Will they put them in 15? Something like that. Because Yeah, but they
6: have some early. Don't they play Notre Dame?
2: Okay, so if they early? beat if they beat Indiana on the road week 3, that's a that would be a good They'll win. They probably be top 10. They could bump 12. them up. And they the college football world and usually they say ESPN controls this. This game will probably be on NBC looking at the 2:30 start time. But um when they play Notre Dame, they won't Cincinnati to be ranked as high as possible yep. to get as many eyeballs they can on that game. But you're looking at a potential top 10 matchup week four against Notre Dame. If they were to go to Notre Dame and win, they, you got to put them top five at that point.
6: Yeah. Top four. Definitely.
2: So they, play Temple. they have a real opportunity non-conference to get into the top five. Now I don't think they do they're it. They're not going to do it.
6: no I don't think so. But but that uh, just scare I I just don't know if UCF can go win that game.
2: Oh, they will because Cincinnati is going to be 5 and 0, oh, ranked 3rd in the country, and then UCF's going to beat them.
6: Oh, if that happens, I'd be so, bad. so <laughs> That's the that script, the Ronnie. Ultimate, like I did it and I, don't, I I just honestly I don't think anybody can beat the and I also don't know if UCF has the safeguard of like UCF could lose a game to somebody else I don't think Cincinnati can like, I think they're that talented especially on defense I don't think they're going to get upset by whoever you know like I just I don't know I, I think yeah they're good enough I didn't this was not a year to be cute was what I ultimately okay. came down to
2: fine okay the one year not to be cute for I know over. I know I'm looking at a mock draft uh for nfl because i saw you got rattler and sam howell one and two but i saw a mock draft uh months ago that had desmond ritter like way high really in the draft um be- in fact going to denver but they have them taking a uh nevada quarterback and i don't see ritter the liberty quarterback going to the washington football team
6: there you go the guardians <laughs>
2: uh so i don't see him here in this first round but I, when i saw that i thought okay desmond ritter's not that good he's a really good runner i still don't know about his throwing yeah but they play me, defense it's their defense yeah. man
6: ahmad gardner kobe bryant is still at cincinnati
2: he's the one that got torched by cj johnson yeah but
6: he's he's good he's really good yeah darian beavers like all these guys are back javon hicks on defense um and then when you add in yeah they have the quarterback back on offense the talent they have there i don't know i'm i'm buying in
2: all in on the uh bearcats
6: luke fickle if luke fickle was not there because I'm with you. I love the Malzahn thing. Yeah. You that give, just seems
2: like it's going to work.
6: You give those receivers and that quarterback Malzahn, but they added a bunch of transfers. They're kind of depending on, like, I don't know. It could happen. I, 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 Very close to doing it. I think UCF's legit. But I think they're legit maybe, like, next year. I think maybe this year is – there's still going to be a, a learning curve with a new coach. I
2: think mm-hmm. I like Gabriel more than Ritter. I do too. But – the defense i I hear you
6: the defense and the coach man like all right i can't pick against fickle when they have the best team he's ever had
2: johnny loves to uh when we talk hoops whether it be me and ronnie me and i go me and anybody so um i've talked to si seymour on the air morgan ayler's off the air they were both able to get me excited about this class that ecu brought in yeah uh so ronnie with folks who you've talked to or what you've seen with your own eyes uh what can you tell Johnny and the Pirate fans about this basketball team that Joe Dooley has assembled?
6: So both of those. I saw some of the a few of the new guys, uh, Jackson and Tabs, the guy mm-hmm. from Boston College shooting um, when I was over there recently, I think last week or, or sometime recently, um, and had an interview with Joe Dooley and he mentioned that, you know, and said, Hey look, there thirty percent, thirty four percent shooting from three last year. I mean, we've heard it every year. Even worse
2: before that. It's just been awful since Team Richmond left. It's got to get to the mid-30s,
6: yeah. But he put a a benchmark on it, which I thought was interesting. It's got to get to the mid-30s. And he thinks they're going to try and shoot. And I asked him, like, how is it going on moving on from Jaden Gardner? Mm -hmm. Just, not, not, you know, on the court, off the court, Mm -hmm. perception social media you know he was the face of the program yeah of all assets publicly internally Pyre
2: fans so we got a big game tonight they yeah. put Jaden gardner yep. in that video
6: every single game we interviewed Jaden gardner win loss draw whatever um and he said you know they're gonna be different obviously they it's not you know it, they're gonna have to be more perimeter, perimeter oriented ended they're gonna have to get some guys who can shoot um and different guys. so It's going to be a different team. What does that mean exactly? I don't know, but if it works, it's going to be because they have a few of these transfers or freshmen as well who can shoot. And all right. they're bringing a bunch of guys in they hope can shoot. And to me, it's almost the, the rule of math there. You know, like, are all eight of them going to be Sam Hennett? No, but if one or two can be... Courtney, Captain, and filling—I'm killing the names here. Mm, that
2: uh, wasn't a good example. No,
6: Captain can shoot.
2: Let's go, James Leegan.
6: There you go. Um, then maybe they have something. <laughs> all right. That was my takeaway from all that. Was they—they're going to need um,
2: kind of like ECU with all the defensive linemen shooters. they brought in. Yeah, like a couple and of them got a hit. See what? these yeah. stars. Yep,
6: bring in some guys and see if a few of them hit. And uh, I think that's in general what they're going for and we'll see what happens
2: we are out of time ronnie woodward all right thank you for joining us today you got it we'll uh check in fun. with you next week august
6: it'll be august
2: man we'll have like football practice to cover starting next week yeah exciting times exciting time yeah. all right let's uh take a time out we'll come back jeff dude joins us to talk about what's going on in the world of sports from a gambling perspective we'll do that when we return on pirate radio live after this
0: This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show.
5: Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006 university pc care are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs let university pc care take care of it so you can take care of business visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip all right
2: we'll wrap up our number two by talking to the big man on campus jeff nadu who joins us on the fixed nc live line on the monday edition of pirate radio live big man how you doing today
6: pretty good clip
2: how are you hey man i'm doing all right and uh we got some stuff to talk about, stuff to look forward to, including the football season and the NBA draft coming up in just a few days, and uh, we'll dive into that uh, momentarily. But, big man, I saw that you uh, you had got involved in some basketball tournament TBT games and uh, a four and one record. Uh, it looks like heading into today. So uh, once again, a, a good start to the basketball tournament. I know you were bummed you couldn't find any futures. Uh, before the thing started, but you're getting in on it uh, game-to-game-wise.
7: Yeah, uh, FanDuel started offering game-to-game. I did well in these last year. I feel like, for me, I have a uh, pretty good kind of reign on some of these uh, rosters and just kind of can understand how these teams are going to play. You know, you look at Sunday evening, there, were, there was a game late night where you had two really guard-oriented teams, uh, two teams that kind of mirror – image kind of what their college teams were in buffalo and uh in xavier so i kind of felt like we'd seen up and down game that's what we saw and yeah I, i've had a good uh, some good success with this and uh pretty happy where i am uh, going into to the rest of it
2: jeff i'm uh, i'm two and zero in the 2021 2020 olympics whatever you want to call them i had a dodgers and usa women's beach volleyball parlay yesterday hit that and then i had the usa softball team last night they came back to win two to one so two and zero oh in uh, in the olympics jeff i might just quit now and uh and uh take my winnings and stay on top have you uh dove into the olympics at all yet
7: i've not watched one minute of it couldn't <laughs> care less
2: to be jeff so the only minute and minutes i watched was that softball game last night because i had some action on it so yeah i'm and I think I, I mean I would be I guess interested in it but it's on either early or late and yeah. I'm watching other stuff and I, I just don't have the motivation to turn over there. I don't know, maybe it'll change
7: but Yeah, I mean I think you know if 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 the Olympics were in, you know, I don't know, you know, Warsaw or or the United States or something like it would be easier to watch but what is it? 12 13 hours ahead so it's it's difficult. Uh so yeah, I you know I just don't care that much. You know, I, I think the Winter Olympics are pretty cool, but, um, you know, I, I don't really – I guess, you know, running and stuff like that's pretty cool. But, I mean, it also doesn't help that the basketball team is not good either. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just don't care that much.
2: Jeff Nadeau joining us on the Fixed NC Live Line. Jeff, we'll, uh, we'll get into some NBA draft talk, but let's talk a little football. Uh, just your – hadn't got your take on – Texas and Oklahoma uh, seceding from the union, if you will, uh, from the Big 12 and joining the SEC. Now, we're going to have to wait a while. looks like they're going to play out their grant of rights deal uh, through 2025. So, you still got uh, some awkward meetings between Texas, Oklahoma, and these other Big 12 schools. But uh, well, what's your take on uh, the news that broke late last week? And it uh, looks like it's a done deal now.
7: Yeah, I, look, I – you know, it's going to take some time. I'm not a big fan of change, really. I, I kind of like it the way it is. But, look, the, the truth of the matter is, I think that the biggest issue that college football faces is that they need to create something that, that works. And, and I'm not saying that the college football Final Four doesn't work, but they, they need to expand it. I mean, they need to make it a little bit easier. I mean, the truth of the matter is, Clip, if let's say East Carolina went 12-0 and or, or whatever, and they beat every team by – 50. I'm sure you'd be very happy about that. But you know, and I know that East Carolina would not have an opportunity uh, to go to the final four. It's just that simple. They're not in a conference that allows them to do that. Now, putting all those teams into one conference, it doesn't change college football. It just makes it even more top heavy. Um, If and I don't know what Obviously, we know it's money for these schools to do this, but I'm not sure how it helps the sport. I think, in fact, it hurts the sport. Uh, uh, we need to we need to recalibrate what the the playoff and uh, you know postseason stuff is in college football because is not very good.
2: Jeff, how about uh, from a financial perspective? I'm sure it makes sense for Texas and Oklahoma. That's sure. the, the main reason they're doing it. From a competitive standpoint. I mean, wouldn't you rather if your Lincoln Riley play? And you know what? By the time we get to twenty twenty six or whatever, Lincoln Riley might be the coach of the Cowboys, and and who knows uh, Sarkeesian, where he'll be. So it might be a moot point. But wouldn't they rather play like K State, West Virginia, and and cruise to a uh, a potential college football playoff rather than having Auburn, LSU, Alabama. Uh, you know, Florida on the schedule, like from a competitive standpoint, it doesn't make sense at all to me for Texas and Oklahoma.
7: Yeah. I think, you know, really the only thing that, that makes sense is, is money. Um, You know, from, from a competitive standpoint, it definitely doesn't make a lot of sense. Texas is, you know, neither team has ever really competed against teams in the SEC, particularly Alabama and groups like that. It, It hurts the big 12, obviously um yeah i don't really see a lot of positives in general and for the football fan um like i don't know who is actually happy about this outside of i guess the people that are the governing bodies of of these institutions but like if you're a fan i would agree with you i i think it definitely hurts because you know is it cool to say we're part of the the super conference yeah but are you really like respected I, i mean i i don't know i guess it just doesn't make a lot of sense. We have to change the the, the postseason and yeah. football. It's not good enough.
2: And football's driving everything. Basketball gets lost in all these discussions, Jeff. And uh, you're a basketball guy. And and I, right when this first came out, I thought, well, you know what? If the Big Twelve implodes or if they start getting picked off, uh, Kansas would would make sense from a basketball perspective to go to the Big Ten. Now they had nothing in football, obviously, but. Uh, Now we're going to start to see the trickle-down effect. Does the Big 12 stay intact and add schools like maybe from the AAC, a Houston or SMU or whatever they try to do, maybe they get involved with the Pac-12? Or do these other conferences start poaching from the Big 12 and adding on where you could see the Big 10 getting an Iowa State and a Kansas perhaps? What happens with Oklahoma State? The the domino effect is going to be crazy from this.
7: I think ultimately, though, clip in college basketball, the, the all-encompassed end is conference play doesn't matter as much. Like, in non-conference play, you can play whoever you want, and that's really what drives the needle when it really matters if you have to be a bubble team or something like that. Yeah. In conference play, generally, teams that get into the NCAA tournament are, are, are good or average. So I don't know that conferences – in college basketball, it doesn't matter to me because whether you're East Carolina, Mississippi Valley State, or Duke – uh, you have the opportunity. You got a chance. A championship. Yeah. Right. Jeff Nadeau, uh, well, You
3: know. Yeah. If yeah. this
7: moves, it doesn't. It doesn't really mean much to me or matter.
2: Jeff Nadeau joining us. Jeff, we've uh, ran through the NFL divisions and uh, we we talked about the teams in in each and every uh, division of the NFL. Now uh, we'll move on and and just kind of some big picture stuff here. Looks like I, I don't know the latest, and this could change by the hour, but. Uh, The Packers GM says he's hopeful that Aaron Rodgers will play uh, this year in Green Bay. Uh, A story came out today that said Deshaun Watson, I guess, is going to report to camp so he can uh, not get fined every single day he misses camp. And there's a story right now on ESPN about the Texans being willing to trade Deshaun Watson. We still don't know what his status is going to be as far as playing football games in 2021. So there are uh, uh, some stories going on right now as we uh, enter the training camp phase of the NFL calendar.
7: Yeah, I I think we're going to get a pretty quick idea of where, and and ultimately where Deshaun Watson goes. I think it's going to be done pretty quickly. I, I think it's important to understand when you're looking at things off the field. Now I know what Deshaun Watson has allegedly done is, you know, obviously very serious. But again, a lot of people have to understand it's not a criminal case. Okay. It's a civil case. Um, And again, we're not going to get into litigating that, but you're right. There is a lot of question marks. The, the, The thing that a lot of people don't seem to understand though, is every football team, the NFL, everyone involved, there is tons of individuals that are looking into every single facet of this case. These teams are doing homework. I, I don't think people get like, these teams are just saying, you know what? You might get suspended. We'll just take a shot. Like, I feel like they know probably way more than we do at this point. Um, and they have a pretty good idea of what's going to go on here. Um, and look, I think we know in the NFL, there are plenty of individuals that are in the NFL right now that have committed criminal acts. Uh, have committed uh, civil acts, and have committed things that, you know, we don't really know why, how they're in the NFL. But again, Nothing as far as criminal is going on here. Civilly, it's going to get taken care of, and we'll figure out what happens. But um, th- these teams are doing their research, and I got to tell you, I think he comes to Philadelphia. I really <laughs> do.
2: God, I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, that uh, that would be a bombshell. The
7: field, yes, you would agree. He's, you know, let's just say he's, you know, on, on the field. He's. A, where would you rank him, Club, Top ten quarterback
2: uh he's top five. i love deshaun watson he's top five yeah he's you know mahomes i guess
7: you put rogers uh yeah he's up there he's let's do this clip really quick it let's say the eagles signed deshaun watson let's say he plays this year okay let's say because because his civil cases don't go to trial until i think they don't start getting litigated until like march or something if the eagles pick up deshaun he's completely healthy yeah. Are they the number one team in the NFC? East?
2: Yeah, I'm thinking about that, and I guess right now it's like Dallas, Washington, and and I think they leapfrog them too. Yeah, I would say they would be the favorite.
7: Where do you put them in the NFC?
2: Overall, well, they're still they're still behind some teams in the West. Still behind the Bucks. Uh, they're ahead of all the North teams. So yeah, right there around four or five. Yeah.
7: So they're they're surely a playoff
2: team. With Deshaun Watson, I would say yes. Yeah, and all those things you said. Healthy, uh, all that stuff's behind them. Yeah.
7: Interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays. I think we know pretty soon, to be honest
2: all right let's get into uh enough uh thinking about the eagles being good jeff i don't like this now uh let's get into some nba mock draft i see uh the site i look at has a uh a few props up but not a lot jeff i have not looked into this at all so let's do a uh, nba mock draft for dummies segment and uh let's uh i guess start first overall it looks like kate cunningham is the overwhelming favorite to be the number one pick in the nba draft jeff no question about that or is there uh, any question at all detroit's going to take Kate.
7: no it's about as cut and dry as trevor lawrence in the nfl draft Um, okay they're they're uh i I don't know if they can prop this high enough as far as the number i i I think it should be five minus five thousand i don't think it's any shot to lose
2: i'm seeing eight (laughs) thousand so yeah um now, Jalen Green has the best odds to go two, Evan Mobley three, Jalen Suggs four. Um, at what point, Jeff, is there, well, I say in the NFL draft anyway, all right, the real draft begins at pick two or pick three or pick four because we don't know. At what point do we not know what a team's going to do in this draft, in your opinion?
7: I personally think the top five is pretty cut and dry. Okay, At least to me, uh, I think once you get to like, you know, right after that, I, I think it's, could really go many different ways but I think the top four I would be pretty confident in and if I can find an exact order I will do that Um, but but yeah I I think Kate Cunningham number one is is good to go I think Houston will take Jalen Green I think he's uh, really shot up the boards he played in the G League last year Evan Mobley is a perfect selection I think for Cleveland they really need a big I think to go along with currently this roster with Garland and Sexton And I think Toronto is looking for the next replacement for Kyle Lowry. It's pretty much a foregone conclusion. Kyle Lowry will leave um, in the summer. I think Jalen Suggs is a a very viable replacement for him probably.
2: Jeff, uh, who is your top uh, international player that we'll see off the board? I don't know anything about these guys. Who do you like uh, from the international ranks and and how high will uh, the first one off the board go?
7: Yeah, I, I think Josh Giddy is going to be the guy that you know pr- could climb into the top ten. Uh, kid from Australia, uh, really, just kind of a you know got nice size. He, he's kind of got those physical traits you look for. A you know, good shooter, good defender. Um, you, you've heard some interesting comparisons as far as him, but this is a kid that's played in that NBL, which obviously Lamelo Ball did some really good things in. Um, as far as passing, uh, the kid's electric. Um, He can dribble with both hands, weirdly enough, something that a lot of people can't do. He's good around the rim. Uh, I I like Giddy. Uh, I think he's a guy that has to kind of beef up a little bit. The good thing about the NBA is he'll have a a terrific weight program and strength program, and uh, he'll be just fine. So, yeah, I I would say Giddy would be – you know, possibly a top 10 top 12 pick
3: kind
2: of bouncing around questions here jeff a, a personal one here uh, for the folks in north carolina the, the charlotte hornets picking number 11 uh, they have some needs especially on the inside uh what, what do they do uh who do you have them mocked to uh in at 11
7: I, I have them mocked to say kai jones kid out of texas uh kind of uh if, if you remember jackson hayes a couple years ago mm-hmm. in texas went to play for the uh, Pelicans, c- kind of a similar player. They always have those super long, super athletic, uh, kind of wiry kids. Um, I think he's a guy that I'd really like if I was the Charlotte Hornets. This is a great defender, very good around the rim, kind of an energy guy. I think he'd be terrific with uh, LaMelo Ball kind of in that up-and-down offense. Um, look, he's not a guy that I think is going to you know back to the basket, you know, back it down kind of player. I don't know that he's going to ever shoot the basketball Um, but I think he's a rangy guy that I think would really work in that offense, and he's quick as well. Um, They must get better. They must get just more athletic around the rim, and I think he would would go well. I think he would be the pick I'd I'd make for sure if I were Charlotte.
2: Jeff, uh, we'll get into more on Thursday, but uh, as we sit here on a Monday, do you have a, a favorite prop for us?
7: You know, I haven't got in, as far as the books that I bet on, I haven't seen many props. Okay. a couple that I, I don't think are really available, so I'll have more on, on Thursday. Uh, you know, these books, you know, it's really just pretty pathetic, you know, like some of these books. And, and They're just not putting this stuff out. I, and I know they don't want to get beat, but, I mean, there's ragtag books and there's books that just should take action. I mean, you're, you're a bookmaker, take action. Uh, but, yeah, I, I haven't seen. I have to go look at maybe some offshore stuff. I don't have a ton of offshore money right now in those books, so I'm going to just wait until FanDuel comes out.
2: There's always, like, a, a statement made going into drafts, and, and we don't know 100% if it's true until five, six years after the fact. But, Jeff, in your opinion, would you call this a a deep draft, a top-heavy draft? How do you define the uh, the 2021 NBA draft prospects?
7: Uh, I think it's a very good draft. I think it, it, you know when you look at talent, I think there's a ton of talent in this draft, particularly late. I think whoever you know has success in the second round will, will build the bench. I think there's some really good players, even deep into this draft. You know, you look at you look at a guy like Nemius Cata out of Utah State or Jason Preston out of Ohio. He was kind of one of those tourney uh, guys this year. Uh, Philip Petrasev, who played uh, for Gonzaga, he played overseas last year. Isaiah Livers is a guy that's really solid. So there's some really deep players. One guy I do like uh, prop-wise, and I did play this, um, Ayu Desumu, I went under 27. I think he's a guy that probably goes early, mid-20s. 27 is a bit too high. I think Denver could be a a team that might have some interest in him. Um, The L.A. Clippers maybe, Um, maybe Houston. So I, I, I think that's a bit too high for him. Uh, that is a favorite at one thirty, so I, I played
2: that. We'll dive into more NBA draft coming up on Thursday's edition of Pirate Radio Live with Jeff Nadeau. Uh Jeff, before we let you go, uh, I've noticed the Sit Down, uh, your podcast about mafia history, getting more and more uh, interactions with folks on social media. People are enjoying it; a lot of great information. And uh, what's coming up next on the uh, the Sit Down?
7: Yeah, we're pushing 200,000 listens, Clip. 16 episodes. Very happy the show. the you, If you enjoy thank you. If you enjoy mob history, movies, um, we got some... We had a great show this week. We're going to talk about a new film coming out that was announced over the weekend. It's a remake of uh, a sequel to an old movie that I really enjoy. We're also going to do a little Q&A, talk to the listeners a little bit, and uh, talk about Paul Castellano, who a lot of people know about. They know he was killed in front of a steakhouse in New York City, but Evan, uh, Paul was a really interesting guy. He <laughs> was... Uh, Cousins with with probably one of the most famous mobsters ever, and uh, had a pretty interesting life. And we'll talk about his pretty uh, a hit that was involved with six individuals that, uh, or sorry, eight individuals that carried out that hit in a on a well lit street, five o'clock rush hour in New York City, and that was done on a a random uh, weekday afternoon. So hmm. uh, we're going to talk about all that and more on the sit down this week.
2: Jeff, I uh, always enjoy the chat. We'll check in with you later on this week, man. Talk NFL draft and more football as well. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Cliff. All right, the BMOC Jeff Nadeau joining us today on the Fixed NC live line. We'll have a NBA draft preview segment for you with uh, Big Man coming up on Thursday. Second timeout. We'll come back. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live. Troy D will be alongside and Corey Scott, former Pirate great and the coach of the Greenville Little League All Stars, will be live inside the Pirate Radio studios, rocking a sweet ECU shirt. We'll talk to Coach Scott uh, about what his guys have going on as they try to make it to Williamsport. We'll take a timeout, hour three, on the way after this.
0: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center of Greenville's new extended care clinic is open Saturdays and Sundays from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. so you can avoid the emergency department for any Urgent Orthopedics Care. For more information, call 757 2663 or visit OrthoEast.com. Orthopedics East providing services to Eastern North Carolina and the Pirate Nation for more than 35 years. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, clipper on
2: All right, hour number three of Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. We have a giveaway for you coming up this hour. We'll open up the Pirate Radio booty bag and also a uh, great guest in studio troy d is alongside for the ride hello troy hello
8: clip good to see you like the bella cotton shirt there from our friends at the uh farmville flower basket it is a great i sported mine the shirt. other day it was, yeah. it's a nice shirt i got a lot of compliments actually you know it's a good shirt when my 13 year old said that's a cool shirt dad yeah i was like wow you know 13 year olds don't hand hand out compliments willy-nilly you cool know. to the kids cool yeah. to the
2: adults exactly there you go all right. And also, Corey Scott, speaking of cool shirts, yeah, looks, I like that shirt.
8: Hello. What? That's all right. Is this liver here? Looks good on you, though. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
8: what, are you fishing later? Yeah, I know. This is my beach fishing shirt from Columbia, the uh, the fishing line, PFG or whatever it's called. Yeah. Catch anything this weekend? The performance fishing gear shirt. Yeah. Good to see you, Corey. Welcome Thanks, back, Coach Scott. Jerry. The reigning city champion coach, back-to-back I thought, I thought you were going to bring the trophy in for us to Well,
9: see. we were going to, but you know, I don't know which kid has it. Oh, okay. You know, Is it like the
8: Stanley Cup, and like each kid gets a week with it? And they try. they, they try drinking Gatorade out of it and stuff. Yeah. What, what are these kids doing with this? They throw uh, it off tri- the back of boats yeah. onto another one? <laughs> <laughs>
3: there you go. It's
8: been a good year for you, so you won the city championship again. Now you're uh, coaching the 12-and-under all-star team out of Tar Heel, North State. or t- Out of Tar Heel. You defeated North State, correct, and you are now in the National Regionals, and we we'll are. talk about that You just a few wins away from another visit to Williamsport in the Little League World Series, which, if you can do it, will be the third time in history Greenville, North Carolina, has punched a ticket to Williamsport we're gonna try we're gonna give it everything we got yeah it's exciting we'll talk about that coming up in a mere moments and find out how things are a little bit different this year with still kind of some of the COVID protocols and all that stuff yeah and what you guys have in store you'll leave for george next week so we look forward to hearing about that
2: big hour three on tap let's take a time out shirley rhodes will come back Corey scott joining troy d and i inside the pirate radio studios we'll be back with you after this
0: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back. Save lives, be a hero, and make $1,000 your very first month donating plasma at Griffles Biomat USA. It's the easiest way to make extra money. Start now at biomat usa on 505 south memorial drive make up to a thousand dollars in a month and save lives now at griffles biomat usa a better donor experience and better pay now let's head back in to pirate radio live here's your host clip rock
2: all righty welcome back in to pirate radio live here on a monday clip rock troy d and Corey scott here inside the pirate radio studios troy is uh, your your calendar man. this is our last Monday show in
8: July. I hadn't thought about that clip. you Can know you the, believe it the days have slipped by it's quick and we are unfortunately quickly running out of weekends in the summer because you know what August is. August is football month. it's here. August is back to school. yeah August yeah, it may be hot outside, but let's be honest, the summer's basically over once August rolls around <laughs> and this is the last weekend of July. In fact, you don't even get a full weekend because Sunday is August 1st. You've already gone through the last full weekend of July. You're right. Oh, man. I have to start the countdown for summer 2022 now. (laughs) It's okay. It's all right. Way to depress me, Clip. A lot of great times ahead. Yeah, so August will be here. You're right. When we talk next Monday, it'll be August 2nd. That it will. Full throttle football. Yeah. Man. And Little League Baseball. Yes. Yes little league baseball in full effect grainville is still a factor coach Corey scott former ecu pitcher former all-american is that (laughs) right former yeah former well i guess once once an all-american always
2: always an all-american i'll take that yeah
8: kind of like being president of the united states once the president always president yeah, yeah. go. they do they haven't taken the all-american status away from you no you?
2: they haven't they didn't reggie bush you and take the award did they <laughs> no they okay, didn't and did.
8: honestly shouldn't reggie bush get the trophy back because the stuff he was accused from all the student athletes can do way more now if you think about it
2: i like got his mom a house or something but they, they've been vindicated now that they, has every, nothing to do with him running the football anyway right i mean they never saying, should have taken it away
8: correct i agree but now all the stuff that whatever he was doing any player could do under an nil deal
2: yeah. Is what I'm saying.
8: All right, never mind. Wouldn't you have loved to have an NIL deal when you were playing?
9: Yes. I think I probably could have made some money if I was a paid
8: athlete in college. Yeah. What would you have uh, wanted mm-hmm. to be paid in? Sub crushes? Probably. <laughs> Downtown? <laughs> we'll give you a bar tab at the attic. <laughs> um, all right. So, oh, by the way, how many All-American baseball players have we had? Wow. First team or just all together? I don't know. How many... Uh, how many teams do they have in All Americans? First team, second team. First, second. And why team haven't third. we had some lately? Like, who votes on this? Like we've had unbelievable players. Why haven't I heard about this lately?
2: Because you don't listen to pirate radio would be my guess. Gavin Williams and Connor Norby they, were All Americans.
8: Oh, they were. Okay, my bad. All right. I just I've been a little busy. All right. When did that happen? Yeah, eh, no mm-hmm. last month yeah. okay i missed that then. <laughs> yeah. my bad you've, you've been summer. busy Did you summer. say you've been busy Troy, busy. summer. Busy. Oh, okay. you were busy <laughs> i am busy in grief. the summer clip okay very busy well you uh, do this show two times a week i know i somehow i missed that <laughs> okay no i totally missed that well that's good so how many all americans we had were you first team i was first team. all right then that's all we're talking about then how many first team all americans clip
2: i don't know all right let's move along okay yeah. were well, you not following that I, I, you know what? I've been busy.
8: I understand. I haven't it's counted every
2: All-American in, in ECU you history. Should,
8: you, you should do that because you do the show. You're right. You should know that information. I should know that.
2: I'm just a guest now. <laughs> All right. Corey's our <laughs> yeah. main guest, so let's talk to him <laughs> about what he has going on. let's that's a, uh, a trip to Georgia coming up soon. Warner
8: Robbins, here we come. Yeah. So what? Uh, how, how many teams are in the regional this year? Eight. Eight, All right, eight so states in our
9: southeast region.
8: And Man. we talked about this with you before. This is a weird deal because of COVID. They're not accepting international teams this year. Correct. Little league. So in lieu of the Japans of the world and all the other countries that come, that side, they're going to fill it with American teams. Right. So, so two
9: teams from each region will go this year to one or, uh, to, uh, Williamsport.
8: So never had a better chance as far as the numbers coming out of the regional. Usually only one team comes out. Now they're d- doubling it, two that, teams. You, you're the runner-up. You go. That's right. We don't
9: want to go as the runner-up, but we'll take
2: it. I was going to ask about that too. It's almost like I don't think any of your guys, or especially you, are going to settle and be like, "Hey, all we got to do is come in second Yeah, that's not even in the no.
9: We're we're really not saying that to our kids. We're trying to say, "Hey, we want to go as the Southeast Region
8: representative." But all right, I was was talking to some of the player parents. They the little uh, tip they said, look if we can they I'll confirm this with you as the coach they said they told me if the team can go and win 3 games in a row without losing just th- three in a row out of the gate they lock in. They guaranteed spot for Williamsport. Put you in the championship. Is that correct? Yeah. We're three games away from Williamsport. But if you lose one before you win the three, it puts you in the loser's bracket and takes out that equation. you got to win a lot more than that. So we'll
9: play Friday at 10 against uh, West Virginia. Is it on ESPN? It's on ESPN+. Plus. Okay. Nice. So uh, Friday at 10 a.m. against uh, West Virginia. That'll and be that,
2: Friday the 6th? The 6th. A yeah. week from August this Friday. 6th. That's
9: correct. Yeah. Yeah. If we win that, we play Saturday against the winner of Virginia and Florida. We win that. We play Tuesday night on ESPN2. Wow. We win that. We're going to Williamsport. We're playing Thursday
8: on ESPN. Wow. That'd be awesome. I remember last time we were in Warner Robins and how exciting it was around here. Some of the games we were covering clip live in real time while this you know while our program was going on
2: i had trivia um, during aj's we, one of those wednesday nights and it was freaking packed
8: yeah and we every, basically
2: stopped trivia because everybody was watching the the game every sports amazing.
8: bar in greenville was packed to the
9: rafters well speak, games, speaking so. of that well, I would like to say thank you for a lot of the sports bars who have covered us now. Tiebreakers, AJs, you know, those guys have kept us on the TVs, and the community has just been huge for us.
2: I watched the city championship game there you at go. a bar. Yep, yeah. city
9: championship, the district championships, the state championships, and Charlotte we just played in. AJs and tiebreakers have been huge for us. You know, they they keep
8: it on the TVs, and,
9: you know, luckily the community has just been uh, been top-notch supportive.
8: Now, Corey, one of the reasons, you know, you've done well in in Little League, obviously you're a baseball guy, but you also are kind of a student of the game as a coach. you, You scout the other team, you know their tendencies, what they're good at, what they're not good at. You try and match up with your players the best you can. And that's that's part of the success you know you just don't go into the game blind you know what you're facing and you try and match up with that with your players what about these type of games these aren't teams you know it's different when greenville little league when you you know all the players you know all the coaches you know their tendencies uh you know what you're walking into in in regional play national regional play you haven't seen any of these teams well so how much how much have you been able to scout what type of uh ability do you have to scout so
9: luckily he's not going to like that i say this but roman niddle is my assistant coach and Barry Simo Uh are two internet gurus who have totally watched Jefferson County from Mm -hmm. West Virginia play on their live stream. Right. We've got spray charts for them already. We know what Virginia and Virginia's actually not finished yet so we don't know who we play but he's those two guys are. So they put on the work in. You guys have, have done the research. Yeah. which I
8: figured y'all had. I was just wondering how you know who was responsible. How yeah, you guys they do, do it that? Man. So what are you looking for when you scout a team?
9: We're looking for pitching, uh, obviously. Who who throws hard? Who doesn't? Uh, and and who's going to hit the ball? You know, and and what kind of defense they've got? What kind of plays are they running? You know, those guys have spray charts.
8: They they're just two top notch guys. And when you get to this level. I mean, first of all, your team came out of North Carolina as the best team in the state for a 12-year-old under in Little League. This is So when you're at regional play, you're facing the best teams of those states. Correct. The best team in Florida, the best team, as you said, in West Virginia. You know, the entire Southeast Regional, you're getting the best of the best. Right. Because all these teams are made up of the kids out of the league that are all-stars. So they're all kind of good players. Right. Or great players for their age. Now you're facing these teams that, you know, as I said, really the cream of the crop.
9: Yeah. You know, they, they all have district championships. They all have state championships. And the state champions go on to play in the Southeast Regional. And, you know, we're just uh, very fortunate to be one of those teams from North Carolina that got to win our district, our state, and hopefully
8: our Southeast Region. 35. Hmm. All Americans? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I, I knew, if my I, math I, is correct. I felt it I when you said that. That's pretty good. That
2: 35 is. All-Americans. Corey yeah. Scott, one of those. Corey won, was an All-American by five different uh, publications, which is the most you wow. can get.
8: Wow. So. That's awesome, Corey. Yeah. Just, uh, Who knew? Yeah, bringing that back. That's a good fraternity to be in. It is. is about the size it of our is. fraternity on campus. You're like, that's your fraternity. That is. It's the yeah. All-American club. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of All-Stars,
2: the Winterville All-Stars team I was on was no hit by uh, ECU All-American uh, Will Brinson. Oh, when yeah. he played for the Greenville All Stars, so yeah. his name's right there uh, below
8: yours. But anyway, back to uh, back to Little League. There you go. So you guys leave, and, and uh, you know, how what's the setup? Do you are you like busting down together? Do you fly down? Like, how, what, yes. what are the arrangements so, at this level? Like this Little League assist at this point? Like, what's on you guys? What's what does the what does Little League International take care of?
9: Interne- uh, Little League International takes care of our our stay while we're there uh just for the kids they're putting you up at like the hilton somewhere nah, nice we're or? staying at the hampton inn oh okay you know, <laughs> Warner robins hampton inn on, <laughs> on wallston i think so uh we did we did have some donors that were uh uh very fortunate enough to get us a ride down there so we are we are chartering a bus okay. for the kids and, and the coaches and that's going to be really
8: fun the kids are like one really of the nice travel buses yeah, yeah you're not, not not talking activity bus from rose high here no we're, yeah. we're,
9: you know there's air conditioning, right, there's a yeah. bathroom wi-fi <laughs> wi-fi yeah. there's a dvd awesome you know so the kids are really looking forward to it we're looking forward to it you know um very fortunate enough to have that donated to us for the so, kids
8: getting there will be half the fun because i know the, they, they love traveling together and that'll be fun what is it probably about what are the eight 10 uh, hours? i think it's
9: eight eight and a half hours yeah, yeah you know so on a bus
8: up. with 13 kids
9: it'll probably be yeah. about 10. A lot of fun for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make sure you bring your headphones. Yeah for sure <laughs> for sure.
2: I do remember like that was almost better than the destination when you go on a school trip or whatever on yeah. a bus with your buddies. Oh yeah. And all the like you a know, field trip cutting up you could it was do. It's a lot
8: more fun getting there. Yeah. yeah.
2: Than the field trip. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Most what, what
8: about the transfers? I mean you got to get from the hotel to practice to the, yeah, the so, game. So how do y'all handle that? So Warner
9: Robins and Little League will or transport us to and from the games once we're there you know we're getting a bus one way get home by the parents so okay. once we're there we'll get transported through of robbins they will have us transportation to and from the fields okay
8: Stuff like um, vans and stuff yeah, vans. What and about stuff like what that. about the uh, meals? Because that's a lot, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner for hungry kids. I mean, yeah. I know I got a couple thirteen years at home. They like to eat. So who plans all that? that's a lot of logistics. Yeah. So luckily,
9: you know, um, through donations of uh, from the community, we're allowed, we're able to support the the meals and stuff like that. Uh the breakfast, the hotel will obviously give us the the free continental breakfast. Yeah. You know, the omelet section and the the free milk, you know. Oh, yeah. So they'll get the free breakfast and then the uh, uh, the pastries. Yeah the fruit <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have you now the the Greenville team was there a few years ago now. Have you ever been to Warner Robins?
9: No, you no. know I coached in Little League 11 years. Uh
8: coached All-Stars every single year and
9: this I have not
8: been why, to Warner Robins. Why do they get to host the, Nat, the the Southeast Regional every year? Why doesn't it bounce around? Why is it only there?
9: You know it was in Florida when uh Holt Nailers actually went and uh he was one of the first teams that went to warner robbins and uh i think before that i was talking to trent Britt actually about this today and i think it was in st petersburg if i'm not mistaken um and then warner robbins just actually got a bid just like uh the tosc which is the tournament of state champions which Uh is the regional championship for the 9 and 10s and the 11s Mm -hmm. used to be in west virginia Mm -hmm. greenville put in a bid then elm street had it for a few years so this is kind of the same
2: deal how big is the stadium there? I'm looking at it right now. I mean it's nice, but it's
8: not it doesn't look tremendously huge. It's not Elm Street.
9: Yeah. No, no. There's not a lot of places like Elm Street. You yeah. know, Elm Street's very fortunate this year to be able to have the softball world series and they got
8: that for a reason. You know? Are there any restrictions down there as far as like who can attend and that? Yes.
9: Stuff? uh so we've got two hundred and fifty tickets,
8: you know, which is equates to
9: around eighteen per kid. Um, which is, that is how y'all lot. split them up. Nah, you know whoever's got eighteen them. people coming, they get eighteen, and right. whoever doesn't can. If you only need lot. four. You take four. Right. Yeah. Correct.
2: So. They do have. I see the. uh What would you call that, Troy? Behind the fence. Oh, the berm, the yeah.
9: outfield where you could yeah. sit. Yeah, on yeah. the, the hill. hill. Yeah, they have yeah, that's hill. pretty cool. So,
8: well, uh, but but they're limiting the attendance. You said they are. They so, are yeah.
9: limiting the attendance. They are actually testing us every other day oh know? really yes yeah. so oh the kids that's a are gonna pain, have to go it? through that we're just they jamming your stuff up your nose no it's actually a spit test
8: Oh, okay so, that's a little bit easier. hey you baseball guys spit yeah, yeah yeah put you in know, a cup I told them not put as, put as some bad. tobacco will be fine the, the uh the q-tip up the nose can get old yeah so, that's so that, they're not
9: really doing that because it takes so long to yeah. get the results so um you know we're just praying that that's not we're praying that that doesn't happen to any team but you but
8: if one kid test positive it could screw up the whole
2: thing i guess right? it uh it's
9: gonna careful. cause an issue yeah
2: yeah is. you got the whole contact tracing
8: just like football just and other like sports like miss. NC yeah. state
9: just went through it the yeah, college bowl right. series oh man you know, so. so
8: maybe it's good that they're kind of I, I mean, you guys are going to kind of be sequestered away from
9: yeah we have our own family. pod that we're going to be if we go to go games they're going to have a pod for us to sit in away from other teams you know and one 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 of the things we're really worried about too is the kids are are staying in their their own hotel room, you know. So, um, you know, the the bedtime and and the lights out issue
8: is going to come up. But like you've got three coaches, yeah. But you've got what thirteen kids. Thirteen. Kids. So even if you split up, you can't monitor everyone all no. the time. No. So some of these kids will be on their, own. On they're their old, own they're old enough to handle themselves yeah, but yeah, they're still a, kids it'll be
2: good you know um after you do so. bed checks on them who does your bed
8: check? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what i'm more worried about where's coach Corey? it's 2 a.m Should be here by now kidding kidding, kidding. no you're not really no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> so there you go yeah but it is good. so the the burden of parenting though because you will be sequestered is on you and the coaches hey you know what it's yeah. time it's time to grow up
9: a little bit you know? <laughs> so we'll uh we'll see what happens uh we're not really worried about it we think they're going to be fine you know the kids are they're good kids they're good kids
2: yeah they really they're good are good kids they're good Look, kids
9: jeff. jeff they're all good and they're in kids. a good league too a tough
2: league tough league <laughs> that's good man so it's uh it sounds like you were kind of breaking down the schedule there it's is it a one week tournament like when is the is. championship scheduled for? uh
9: thursday would be the championship game in the winner's bracket so if you come out of the loser's bracket you'll have to win twice so you'll play all thursday right. and then game deciding friday we if, will
8: if need be we'll post all the game you know get each whenever there's a game and however it's broadcast we'll make sure it's put out there yeah. heavily on social media for everybody too so if they can't you know because we're still what over a week away right from the first game right. you said the first game's tuesday
9: no it's actually uh friday oh. august 6th oh that's right we leave wednesday august 4th
8: correct okay so a week from this friday will be right. the first game yeah. but we'll put it out there so folks can remember uh you nervous this is like the biggest game you've ever coached yeah
9: no i'm not nervous yet Troy, I will be. You know, <laughs> I'm nervous uh, for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the kids laugh a lot and the parents stuff because they know I'm a big crier. Yeah, know? I'm. am really a sissy. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, state the big... championship game. I'm. I'm in my hotel room and I come down and my eyes are red because they're like, "What's wrong?" Like I, I've been crying. You know, just so <laughs> nervous. But you know, the kids are the kids are their kids and they're going to do what they can do and man i'm just so proud of this group we've had them for so long and they just uh they're just
8: well, and on a personal note this is kind of you know as far as coaching goes at least right now it's kind of your last hurrah you know you talked about hey yeah. this is going to be your last year in little league your son exits little league this year he does so you, you already you won a state championship uh, you won a city championship yeah. you went on to win a state championship and a district too. a district championship what a story on your last hurrah on the last dance clip rock to go out a national champion we hope we hope you know um or at least to make it a williamsport what an exciting i mean that's something i'm sure you've probably dreamed about that too i've been dreaming
9: about it for a long time you know uh it's something that i've always always wanted to do was uh to be on tv with these kids and you know i'm just so proud of them and so proud of these parents and just everything they give and everything that greenville little league has given to this community in the last i don't know since 98 when we went to williamsport you know so
2: is there uh is it does the i guess deck kind of reset once you get to williamsport or does the team that wins the southeast get an advantage in williamsport the seating. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I think know, you get seated better if you win. Don't yeah, it? you
9: get seated better if you win.
2: But the tournament starts over completely.
9: The tournament starts yes. completely over. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's 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 uh, it's zero zero right. for everybody. All
8: right, I got a special request from uh, someone very important here in Greenville Little League, the commissioner. Oh wow! Just tuned in, Brian Weingartz, got a message and a request <laughs> from Commissioner Weingart's. I don't know if this was for off the air or on the air, so I've already spilled the beans. So I'm going to go ahead and say it on the go air. Go ahead, say it. All right, uh, Brian Weingart just put in a request. They said, "Please tell Corey to not let them mic him up." <laughs> 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 so uh, Brian, I've grown up a lot since so, day one. Great hey, Brian,
2: point because they do mic up those they do, coaches. They mic up coaches on TV. Yeah, yeah.
8: And I, you know, sometimes you, you know you get in the heat of the battle and you know, things, you know you're a former player and what you know look a lot of judge maybe I, they won't listen yeah, to look everyone. i don't want to be mic'd up anymore than on this show yeah, that's a good point so. yes. <laughs> i haven't cussed yet have i no you're good <laughs> maybe that's the key maybe we need to have a mic like when i'm in front of a mic i don't cuss it's when i don't have the mic yeah. i get in trouble yeah yeah i'm thinking about it when i'm on a mic yeah corey that's how, the key
2: how people talk and gossip with our mutual friend uh hannah at uh at AJ's, who was at O'Cool's and Bowley's yes, back in the day. Correct. So I think this was the game before you clinched and won the state, but she was talking about the game and she was like, yeah, and Corey almost got tossed. And uh, so, you know, I don't know if that's true or not, but you know, every now and then you got to look out for your guys. Hey, and talk to the umps, right?
9: You know, we didn't have replay. So, what I see and what they see may not always be the same. So, if my kid is in the right, I'm going to fight for the kid. There you go. So, we'll, we'll, uh, but luckily they have replay now. So, oh, so when when I'm right and they think I'm wrong, I'm really going to be right. so, So, at this level of
8: Little League,
9: with the forward.
8: They'll have replay to they use. Have wow! Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So, we'll like what replay. what calls can be replayed? Like, are you have a certain uh, number you can contest, or how does it work?
9: Yeah, two a game. I think is what they told us. Okay. So, you know, I'll, so I'll always be wrong it for a big once. Moment. I can be right twice.
2: And look, after you're right after the replay, don't go in the face and say, yeah. "I told you so." I won't. Don't, I'll take calm my mic down. off. All right, yeah, yeah. I'll say,
9: "I told you so." <laughs>
8: <laughs> no, keep your mic on for <laughs> that.
2: That's the audio we want to get. That's how about that technology though. That's good. Yeah. Little league, yeah. look, there's
8: Look, there's many times, even with the uh, Facebook broadcast that Greenville Little League did, I rewound it back to see, You could see some depending on the camera angle. I I used it as replay. I was like, well, Corey's right on that one, or Corey's wrong. You know, depending yeah. on
2: what you were arguing.
8: Well, I probably wasn't wrong
2: <laughs> at the time. You're never wrong. You're always right.
8: <laughs> or are you positioning for the next call too? A lot of coaches right. like to do that work the ump get in his head you, and then maybe next time you know it's a fine line though you gotta, whenever
9: they say cory is you're not right i just say well just let me make right next time
8: you know there you so go he's, he's working it for the future there you go uh, yeah you right. got me one <laughs> 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 we got to take you want to stick with us or you got to uh, go yeah all right, no, right let's good. ride on the second half we got we're at halftime we got to uh
2: we got to make somebody a winner yeah this, right now.
8: consider this a seventh inning stretch get up stand yeah. around yeah booty bags yeah hit it booty 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 everywhere
5: booty 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 everywhere
2: all right let's get your week started off right with a
5: prize
2: shirley rose what are we giving away today
5: a car wash from pirates cove car wash
2: all right caller number what is our winner
5: i'm gonna go with caller number nine
2: all right caller nine three one seven twelve fifty we'll have our winner more with troy d Corey scott when we return after this
5: At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to, oh, and uh, congratulations to Josh Lilly, who picked up a $20 Captain Special Car Wash from Pirates Cove Car Wash. Keep your vehicle clean with the Pirate's Cove Fast Pass with unlimited washes for only $9.99 for your first month. Pirate's Cove Car Wash, the ultimate car wash experience, and the official car wash of ECU Athletics with locations on 10th Street, Fire Tower Road, and Memorial Drive. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Brock.
2: All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live, Troy D. and Corey Scott alongside Corey and the Greenville Little League All-Stars heading to Warner Robins, Georgia, they will play next Friday, uh, their first game in the Southeast Regional uh, down in Georgia. So it's uh, getting close. Yeah, how about this long layoff? Is it usually like that? No, court? it's not. We actually
9: had our state tournament way earlier than we usually do, and it's it's not something that I prefer to do. Usually, kind
2: of just roll right into the next yeah, round, right? So yeah. Long layoff for these guys. And uh, <laughs> when does uh, when does school start? I remember when the guys went to Williamsport, school had already started. So I guess the hope is uh, you're still playing baseball when school Yeah, so
9: that's kind of the incentive we've been telling our kids. (laughs) They love it. You win and run around, you skip
2: school for a
8: week. You get to be baseball players. I wonder what
2: Corey said during that mound visit. He said, look, if you want to go back to school, throw another ball. (laughs) Well, I'll be mic'd up, clip. You'll hear it. (laughs) We'll hear it all. (laughs) Yes, that's that's going to be awesome. All right, uh, guys, Troy, last time we talked last week, last Monday, the last time we spoke on a Monday – we had no idea
8: Texas and Oklahoma had a desire to leave the Big Twelve. Right, it wasn't and out at all yet, that, and how they kept that under wraps—unbelievable. As long as they did is amazing to me, and still, and basically, what they—they've given themselves is an out if they want to. They didn't come out and say we're leaving. They just said we're not renewing our or, or grant of rights deal. When it ends in 2025. Right. so Which that, is a long time from now. Which basically gives them the flexibility to do whatever they want to do. They can always renew it if they want to. But if they don't, they've got the ability to move on. They're free agents yes. at that point. So Maybe Mike is giving them a call. Who knows? It's a good move by them if they do want to do something else.
2: But it, you're right. I said it earlier. Whoever was involved in these meetings, those are the people you want to be associated with. Because... They do not uh, gossip. They keep secrets.
8: It's crazy that none of this got out, and apparently it's been discussed for six months. That's what I was going to say. This isn't the type of conversation that you have with a buddy and you make a decision like we're talking about, hey, let's do something on the weekend. Okay, see you there. And then, you know, yeah. this, these are <laughs> high-level, multi-layered discussions.
9: I mean, $76 million is what it
8: costs for them to leave the Big 12. So that's, now, not, well, a, that ca- that's not a secret. E- even at the end? That's not no. The, I believe this ex- is if they leave early. That, that, uh, if they leave early, which
2: I'm right. kind of surprised they. I don't know why you wouldn't go ahead and jump if you're going to jump. I mean, I know it's a lot of money, but is it a lot of money to them?
8: Uh, probably not to them. Yeah. I mean they
2: not can make it they're going like,
9: to make 150 in an SEC in right. a year or whatever yeah. it is.
2: Yeah. So it, it appears they are going to stay around and again have those uh, those awkward games with their conference yeah. foes, knowing that uh, in the future they'll be in the SEC. Apparently.
8: I agree. It's definitely going to get awkward. Did you find your uh, Emily Pryor picture? i well, have been I'm looking to, for a while. I know. I'm trying, I've am got so many. Well, first of all, do you know how many photos I have? D- does it have a number?
2: This will uh, be a fun game to play. Hey, Parker Bunch, this is for you. Yes, I've got a number
8: on how many photos live on my phone. Do you want to take when a did, guess? When did you get the phone? Well, here's the deal. This phone's... Less than a year old, but, but. nowadays everything transfers. Right. So it's you know how many years I mean, are we working on here? I don't know. <laughs> that I can't tell you. A number of years. Okay. So everything's here in the nineties, right? No, 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 no. I was I started on a Blackberry. I moved from Blackberry to Android and I went from Android to iPhone. So I've done I've done the gamut so i could i feel like i could write a review on all of these but your android pictures are not on that phone correct okay i believe this i believe this started with the apple when i joined the apple family was it flip which which one flip phone oh man late 90s i had one of those when they were cool they were cool i had a motorola flip phone when they first came out with that i had the, one of the first motorola flip phones from usa the StarTac. yeah remember that when
2: you had to tap the button three times oh, yeah probably about
8: 1998 i was rocking that thing
2: so 365 times you think you've had been iphone seven years at least okay let's say seven years yeah i'm gonna say you take 15 pictures a day <laughs> so times 15. anybody else want to throw out a number before i throw out mine uh, my mine, mine's a little hot <laughs> no i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna drop this number this can't be right i'm gonna go um 24, wow all
8: right i'll i'll take the over i'll go 28. all right anyone all right um, do you want to read the number sure do the honors so you're 24 i said 28. so you don't think i'm lying this it's under recents that's all
2: of it. <laughs> is it fifty thousand? <laughs> 58 plus 58
8: 229 a fifty-eight thousand photos to get So, as you can see, clip, it takes me a little while to. Uh, that was you were only off by twenty thousand. Oh my! But
2: yeah, my math was fifteen a day. So you're yeah. taking
8: way more than fifteen a day. Well, I went way low on that one. Yeah. So you guessed at thirty-eight. So fifty-eight thousand. So I'm trying to. We were talking about in the break Emily Proctor, and I said I had just seen Emily Proctor not too long ago, and we hung out. When was that? And you're by like. The way. This was about a month ago oh, okay. at Atlantic Beach, oh. and you're like, oh, you say you hang out with everybody. This, you know? I was you like, know, so no, I'm like, no, we actually, like, hung, like we were friends. Like, we had, you know, Emily and I went to school, ECU together, and high school together. Like, so we actually did hang out. And I said, I actually, we took a picture so I can show you. You can do it after the show. All right. I just wanted to show Try you here. Try around 35,000. <laughs> <laughs> what number <laughs> do you think that was two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, it's probably like 10,000 back. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've, man. Yeah, I can't believe I have so many photos. I think part of it is like, well, I don't know. iCloud We're, is calling your name.
2: Corey, we did a segment on <laughs> his open tabs one time, too.
8: I've got an illness. <laughs>
2: really yeah, not. I mean, you just don't want to get rid of something because as soon as you do, you'll need it.
8: Th- this is true. I cannot tell you how many times I'll delete an email or something, and then I'll end up needing that email. Yeah. And I'll have to dig out, you know, hopefully it's still in the deleted File. That's because what I Troy, we, now you've got 58,000 active photos. Can we go
9: to the deleted file? Is there 60 in there? Oh, yeah, hardly
8: any. Yeah, <laughs> because most of them are live in the inbox here. Yeah, I
9: meant just 60. Like <laughs> yeah. 58,000. Oh, oh, you mean
8: s- how many emails? No, how many no, deleted photos? Deleted pictures. photos. Oh, yeah, not that many. Just 60. <laughs> yeah, you're probably about right. <laughs> All
2: right. So, uh, Seriously, we, you can do it.
8: I know. I know. I'm listening to you. I'm just, I want to, now it's like a challenge. I like, I want to find it to show you. Troy
2: D. hung out with Emily like, Proctor challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Which stems, well, maybe we shouldn't say what it stems from. All right. It stems uh, from our ECU days. Have you watched? Uh, There's one of my favorite photos. Now That. <laughs> It should live on forever.
8: <laughs> Clip Brock in his natural state.
2: I didn't know I wore a belly shirt that day. Yeah, how about that? Turns out every shirt's a belly shirt. See, this is why play. I
8: have so many fixtures. I
2: document those. Wow, you got a lot of junk on that phone. <laughs> yeah. Don't let that one get out. No, I have not. That is private use only. That's <laughs> disturbing. Uh, have y'all watched any Olympics? You know,
8: I, I have a little bit. I, I, Sounds I find, like more than me. I, well, I find myself, like, first of all, a lot of it's boring to me. I did find myself uh, fascinated by the beach volley, women's beach volleyball. Like, I mean, I just think that it's it's just, they're great athletes. They look good. You know, it's fast paced. It's a fun sport to watch. Wish we had that sport here at East Carolina. Me too. Um, But anyway, I did watch some of that. I thought some of the diving, the synchronized diving was amazing. How they're both at the same time and they do the exact same thing and how they hit the water at the same time. Like to me, it's one thing if you're just a single diver, but to do that with someone else takes a lot of practice. It's incredible. So I watched some of that and I ended up uh, watching a little bit of the uh, water polo.
2: Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of people comment on I like on the that.
8: underwater cam because and you see how they're kicking and scratching and they're pulling each other's bathing suits off. I mean, it gets nasty down there. Well, that's got to be – is
2: that the most tiring sport? Oh, you, you got to I mean, be in
8: great shape because my kids were like, oh, what is that, four feet of water? I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> thats I think they're like in the deep end. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't touch. touch the bottom. Yeah, you're treading water the whole time. you got to be in incredible shape to be in water polo. Yeah, absolutely. But then I thought about this too. I was like, if you – like we have a water polo team. So, like, if you're on that, you're the one of the best water polo – polo players in the country how do you like core you're a baseball guy you want to be the best baseball player you can be there's lots of places to go to practice but you can go to the next level you can work on it yourself you can hit batting cages you can go to a, a machine you know you can play with other kids in the backyard whatever how, like water polo for a team how do you think about how hard that is like oh i want to be one of the best water polo players in the country well well You've got to have, like, 20 other people to play water polo with. How do you get better at water polo I mean, by yourself? You where, just, like, where is the water polo players coming from in this country? You go
9: to the like, pool and practice
8: treading? You just tread water no, know, for five hours. Like, I've never met, like, a water polo player personally. Have you? I have not. Like, no. where Where are And, like, how do you grow up to be, i got to play water polo in the Olympics? And I'm going to dedicate my life to tread water 15 hours a day to do it. But then you got to get, like, it's all about the angles, and, you know, you you can't do it by yourself.
9: I mean, if you think about when you were a kid and you were in school and they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a policeman. No one said, I want to be a water polo guy. I just thought that was one of the weirder, like, how do you do it? (laughs) There's a lot of those
2: sports in this Olympics where I think.
9: Fencing. fencing. Yeah. I I did watch fencing. You know, USA won the fencing. mm -hmm. Women's fencing. I mean, is that really something you grow up
8: I did fencing Wanna one be? time at a summer camp. I was at a camp and we did uh, put the whole suit on and stuff. And I've actually fenced before and hated it. <laughs> Don't show us any pictures.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's on the uh, 2000s. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm not so,
8: so, so sure you know it was me <laughs> yeah. with the get up, but uh, I, I have actually done fencing before. Wow. Yeah. That would be a good. Like, how many Olympic sports have you actually participated in right. as a regular person? Well, we were watching ping pong earlier. earlier. Uh, you know what? And if I had played my cards right, I was a state games champion with ping pong, table tennis, as we used to call it. Uh, who would have ever thought this would be an Olympic sport? Like, table tennis an Olympic sport? Isn't that a little ridiculous? It's <laughs> yeah. skateboarding. I mean, I hate to sound like the old guy, but come on.
2: I think we did the, that just so USA could win some more medals. I guess, and now we can't even win in skateboarding. Yeah. that's We invented that sport. Nigel Houston, ain't
9: he the skateboarding champion from the United States? Yeah, but I don't think he had a bad day. Like he didn't
8: win, but I, I was like, table tennis is a little ridiculous. Table tennis, Troy D,
2: began in the Olympics in 1988. It was like ro- riding right your wheelhouse. Right, right. Yeah, I peaked on. in like
8: '89. Uh, <laughs> was, was my peaked senior year. 89. Yeah, for real. Yeah, like, that's when I and it's been stopped, there ever since. Not playing professional or you know competitively. The Dodgers um, won the World Series in 1988.
9: By the way, was that Kirk Gibson? N- yes. I mean, you oh, know what they're Hershesser. gonna like.
8: What's next? Pickleball is gonna be an Olympic sport. I mean, Just that's where we're headed. For real, and maybe that's a sport I'd be good at because it's like half table tennis, half yeah. regular tennis, half badminton. And I played all those sports growing up. I had those in college. <laughs> <laughs> Took those I, as a course. Maybe I shouldn't make fun of pickleball. Maybe I should start playing pickleball. I mean, why is bowling not an Olympic sport? Why? Why is all these other correct sports right? You got if you're gonna have table tennis, bowling should absolutely be an Olympic I, sport.
9: I, I, think, I think so.
8: Do we have that? Uh, remember that audio of that guy. Who was it? Wasn't, you know, Pete Weber. Yes. No. Was that it? Where he's like, uh, he went nuts. Yeah, yeah. What? Remember what he? I forget. Oh, it was one of the best videos I've who, ever. Seen. Uh, who? Who are you, you? Who am I? Who do
2: you think you are? You think I am. Yeah. What's his quote?
8: Can we? We got to get that during the break. That was an amazing moment in the world of professional bowling. <laughs> the only moment <laughs> ever in the world of professional. Oh, bowling. I
9: loved it. We got. I mean, we all grew end. up at the same time. Shouldn't break dancing be a Olympic sport?
8: Do they provide the cardboard, or do you bring your own from your country? Or Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there's some uh, sports that I question now that yeah. I look down like The speed walking thing just baffles me. See, I feel like if I trained for that, and now we're, you're walking more, Corey. Yeah. I walk every day. I'm like, maybe that's something that I could participate in. It's just a matter of getting your momentum, using your arms, working the hips and pick it up the pace
2: so you said that about speed walking curling
8: yeah if, if, golf. There, if there were olympic sports i could do physically i do feel like if i train far enough hard I, enough physically i could do curling ski physically ball? i can walk ski ball yeah like, that would be uh yeah i that mean, be fun that would be fun ski ball that, that would be although i always struggle i get nervous like pop a shot We'll see, uh, I need, I need, I need the hundred. Oh, like we at win. Dave and Buster's right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Dave and Buster's Olympics.
2: Up next, Clip Brock takes on Zhang Wang in Mortal Kombat
8: <laughs> for the gold medal. Yeah. They do have. I did watch some of the bad bitten, and I was like, "Wow, I can't even believe how they how hard they hit this thing." You know, it's a, it's it was a, a little a, impressive, but I'm not watching a lot of it, I'm just kind of here and there. Yeah. I'm really Ellerby
2: not... said that the Olympics is kind of past its time. Jump the shark. I like...
8: agree 100%. It is, uh, it's past its time. It's
2: not the institution it nope. was. Not even close. So many more things to.
8: I think it's a number of factors, not any one specific thing, but when you put all those factors together, it adds up for terrible ratings for the Olympics. Well, and uh, if you look at the ratings, you'll see they're at an all time low right now. Do you think it's because of COVID, though? I think that's part of it i think people are distracted no one's there no one is there there's no energy uh this was supposed to happen last year now it's it, all the stuff says 2020 it looks like you're watching on tape delayed right. most of the stuff is tape delayed because like they're 18 hours ahead i think that hurts uh, that hurts yeah. i do feel i heard you guys talk about this i do think it's a fact the political politicization what am i trying to say that was close they, that was close we're just bringing, <laughs> bringing politics into sports <laughs> i most people want to keep that separate but it's infested everything. You know, if you're into politics, that's your business. But most people that are into sports just want to be in the sports. Right. Don't want politics. And now all that political stuff has bled over. That's a, that's run off a lot of people. You know, I think you just weigh all these factors. And it's just... And there's so many other things to consume and do. The, the Olympics is not the only game in town anymore. Yep. And honestly, other than NBC, like, you don't know... Like, I don't watch NBC that much. So I don't think... I'm not even sure what the other channels it's on. I think, like, okay... Uh, it's probably on it's NBC on, Sports you, but I, like, like what numbers NBC Sports I don't watch that USA I mean, why is on Little League Baseball an Olympic sport why isn't it? Why well, it should be? Oh, I agree. I it's mean, bad. it's more legit than a lot of these sports. You things.
2: know how many seventeen-year-olds these countries would have playing, Corey? You get thrown out of every game over there. And the ump uh, didn't know what you doesn't speak but your language, it, right. so you're yelling at him even louder.
8: Here, here's the biggest reason why the Olympics is just not on the radar anymore. And people, I was eating at Chico's last night with my son, and we ha- we were in a booth that you come in or or exit, and the big screen TV was kind of over our booth, so I was kind of facing it, and every time, like college students would walk by like a group. They would be leaving the restaurant and they look up and they, they had the Olympics on, you know, on the big screen. And it, it, almost every time that, oh, the, the Olympics started, the Olympics are on. Like all these college students had no idea. It's just not on their radar. They just don't care. And I'm, I'm just talking about the younger generation. This isn't something they're into. I remember being in college. It was kind of a big deal to watch the Winter or Summer Olympics. I don't think college students give a damn about the Olympics. If they made it a drinking game, they might. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe that's what this Olympics is missing. (laughs) Beer pong. There you go. (laughs)
2: Now we're talking. Ring toss. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Charlie, let's get our last break in. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up with Corey Scott here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. More to go after this.
0: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
5: Welcome back to the show. It was a good day for the stock market. The Dow was up 82 points and closed at 35,144. NASDAQ was ahead 14 at 15,125 and the S&P was up 10 at 4,422 that's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC now let's head back into the show here's Cliff Brock
2: all right wrapping up a monday edition of pirate radio live troy d Corey scott here today and uh Corey, good luck to your guys thank you so much guys we'll, for having me on uh, as troy said we'll, we'll let everybody know when the games are what channel they're on and uh maybe do some live check-ins with you down in georgia Sounds via phone good. yeah if awesome. you're available awesome so uh you guys the greenville little league all-stars will be playing uh, game one of the southeast regional coming up next friday august the 6th
8: good luck Thank you. Don't come back without a championship. We'll try not to. Or a second place. I don't like (laughs) this. Yeah, runner-up works, too, (laughs) this time. Runner-up is a championship in many ways. Yeah, it is. And then we'll have you back talking about headed to Williamsport.
9: Little League World
8: Series. Three wins away in a row. Just got to win your first three. Three in a row. And you punch your ticket to Williamsport. (laughs) Yeah, here we
3: come.
2: (laughs) Troy, we will talk to you again on Thursday. Did you know that Thursday, July 29th is the last Thursday in 2021 with no football games.
8: No, I did not actually.
2: Next Thursday, Hall of Fame game, Cowboys-Steelers. And then there's and then there's preseason, preseason. Wow! own into college. I had not thought about that. Clip. And
9: 3,165 more pictures from Troy.
2: <laughs> it's
9: just
8: a lot
2: of pictures coming up this football I haven't season. Haven't even hit
8: 60,000. Calm down, guys. <laughs> Can we celebrate that somehow? Can yeah. we throw a party or something? Well, and the problem is, I should delete some. Like I'll be at a, like a game with my son. I'll take. You got to take like 50 to get two good ones. Yeah. But then I'll never go back and delete the 48. Yeah. That's that's part of the problem.
2: It is a problem. Yeah. Corey, enjoyed it, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good luck, brother. Thanks, man. Troy D. will talk to uh, Touchdown Tony Collins Yeah, to well,
8: Thursday at 5. Look forward to
2: it. He might have another guarantee for us. We'll see. All right. Chandler, Shirley, we'll see you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition
0: of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.